it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you, suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter too, at VOC Nation. I got that nerd rage. Nerd rage. I got that nerd rage. It's that time of month where we bleed out and you, our audience, stops up all of our bloody goodness and our nerd pop geek dumb that we all have immersed ourselves in. Guess what? Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It's our holiday episode where we all reveal our true selves. Right. We know the upcoming holiday coming up, Election Day, so we decided to dress up for you in this special time once a month. My name is Craig Lagans. Um, I'd like you to legalize me at some point. Uh, maybe not during this discussion, but maybe at some point in our lifetime. And joining me as always, my favorite married couple of ex-professional wrestlers. She puts the F in Fox, Foxy Fox, and her better slash worse half, Damian Vargas. And joining us, uh, once again, we can't have a show without him. And by God, don't we wish we could. Uh, Dan Colachico. Thank you, everybody. You? Yay! Dan, Hello. that is the worst Ghostbusters costume I've ever seen. Well, I didn't say it was going to be Ghostbusters. I am a nameless ghoul, and I am the drummer, of course. Uh, so, <laughs> funny story. Your guy from the wonders. Funny story. Mm -hmm. uh, hail Satan. No, um, so. That is funny. It, well, I mean. Yeah, go ahead. So Dan forgot that last year they released a better jumpsuit for the Ghostbusters costume and that he threw out his old one. Oh. But the problem is, is Dan forgot to order the new one. Oh. And it won't be in until next week. <laughs> <laughs> so it is ordered it did cost a pretty penny but I had everything ready and then went to the closet because in my head I could see where it's hanging in the closet 
Unfortunately, the closet said, fuck you, you got rid of it last year. <laughs> so, therefore, I'm a nameless ghoul. Now, the kick is, what I was going to do was I was actually going to be a ghost buster and wear this, wearing my Ghostbusters costume. With I get what you did there. I get Thank what you, you were going for. But alas, because Dan is ADD as fuck, he doesn't get the, <laughs> he doesn't get the dude of it. <laughs> And yes, for those that are asking, uh, yeah, I'm sweating under this, but it's a day that ends in Y. Uh, no one was asking, but thank you, Dan, oh, for the. By the way, you. just yeah. so you don't think the costume is complete, uh, Foxy. There you go. Oh yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not fucking around here. But I don't have any pants on. It's Twitch. Come on. <laughs> so it's just like any other show. Dan's not wearing like pants. Thank oh, my, my dancer's belt is running in places I don't want to speak of. <laughs> Ghostbuster. Yes, exactly, Matt. Yes, exactly. Purple flavor trash. A Ghostbuster. You mean the Ghostbusters? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And we're here with Deadpool. And we're here with... Well, Foxy, the, you, have to, you have to explain the, to a couple people uh, who you are. You know what? Uh, th this was supposed to be, you know, cartoon Lydia from the Beetlejuice cartoon, but with the way the hair came out, because it is severely dirty because we've lacked bathroom access, I think, I, I think I'm more of Ariana Grande as Lydia from the Beetlejuice cartoon. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to go with that. Okay. Yes. Well, thankfully, you don't have to use any makeup, so you look great. And... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Uh, thank you for that fascinating backstory. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> yes. Dan is here for all rim jobs. I mean, rim shots. No, no, I'm here for both. Everyone. Oh, yes. Okay. I'll do a rim job. Yeah, usually that costs extra, but look today. Yeah. It's, it's all me, baby. I'll do it for free. Exactly. And we pass the savings on to you. But... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And, and you're soaking in it. Hey. <laughs> Literally. Every time I see legalized weed, I think it should roll up. Mix Soul 911, you must roll up. And just be sure, ladies watching this show, again, you know, contact and follow Craig for any, uh, you know, contact highs. Exactly. That's what I'm here for, yes. I... And contact me if you need any of your skins banged. <laughs> Thank you. It's going to be that type of show, gentlemen yeah. and ladies. Yeah, pretty much. I get it. Again, oh, yeah. it's, only, it's, it's once a month that uh, this happens like this, so... Good thing you're wearing red, Damien. Um, did you want to start us off with uh, your what you wanted to talk about, uh, your topics, or do you want to go into what's new and exciting in the world of geekdom? Well, we'll do lots. Well, I just tossed a bunch of stuff because I don't know. Because again, we've you know it's Halloween, trick or treat, so we're gonna kind of toss it all into the bag here. I know you individuals, as you lovely, lovely individuals, had your own stories. We're gonna toss in there. And if we eventually get down to the fun stuff, which is, again, the one idea I mentioned that Ms. Foxy seemed to like is, after our little tidbits, is putting our embarrassing guilty pleasures out there. I'm down. I just think I said rim jobs. <laughs> I mean, Dan's like, who gets embarrassed about any of this stuff? Uh, well, well, no, uh, I, no, go ahead. They're right. <laughs> I just think so, I thought of a funny story I'll tell at the end. It's not really nerdum, but it's a funny story. Oh, good. We welcome we welcome funny and embarrassing stories. Oh, yeah. It was embarrassing for her, not for me. What? What? Anyway. 
Yay. All right. Well, I have some tidbits and I figured, you know, I know Dan said he had some and Craig said he had some. And of course, if you've got some, everybody just kind of ping pong them off the table tonight. How's that sound? Yes. We all got some. We're all going to get laid. We're all getting getting some tonight, except me. Anyway. (laughs) What can I say? I mean, this show does happen during that time of the it, exactly, yeah. you get My it. My birthday was ruined. Ruined. <laughs> ruined. Listen, yeah, I'm so. saying I, I would absolutely fuck Deadpool. Uh, not right now. Nope. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Get in, get, in, <laughs> get in line. Go ahead. Understood. Not exactly the areas we want. Anyway, we're moving on. Uh, now anyways, to uh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Hey. In case you couldn't tell, she's probably blushing. But <laughs> Still couldn't tell. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, all right, so, all right, so I'll start out with the first little little tidbit here. Okay, of course, a lot of us got really excited about the whole, you know, relaunch, reboot of Animaniacs. We talked about it the last time that Animaniacs was coming back and everything like that. Well, not to be outdone and outdid, HBO Max and Cartoon Network have already signed for two season orders of the return of Tiny Toons. Huh? What? Ooh. Yep. No, Signed on. It was announced today. Tiny Toons reboot is on the way, courtesy of HBO Max and Cartoon Network, and they've already been signed for two seasons. Wow! So even if the first season sucks, we're getting another one anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much is gonna have this, you know, and they're doing the same thing that uh, Animaniacs is doing, same characters, same stick, and all that stuff. Yeah, and but just didn't, moving on. didn't Tiny Toons try that once before and failed? No, what happened yeah. was it ran so long, and then the animators and the writers changed, and it was very, very, very I noticeable. I vaguely remember a Tiny Toons again. Hmm. A Tiny Toons reboot. I think it might have been early 2000s. I, I, yeah. I have to look that up. I'm going to look that up yeah. to clarify, but I think it was a, a Looney Tunes mashup. Cause they've like, re- it was like a, a weird thing, yeah. yeah. I, think, I, I have no memories of this. We're going to find out. Keep going. All righty. All right, and then I have a couple little tidbits in there, too, that are nice to do with systems. This is the spirit of Halloween. Some mm. stuff is going to be kind of fun that's thrown in there. Okay, now, moving on to our next tidbits, also from HBO Max. Now, if uh, I'm probably going to butcher, huh? get it. <laughs> butcher is my last name. I uh, live with this. Lucky you. For the rest of her life. Men go first. I'll be fine. Oh. I thought Damn. men came first. But anyway, men do come first. Uh, that's that's house. <laughs> sometimes, that, sometimes that's part of the problem. Uh, according to the. According anyway, to the, as I was saying, hold, hold Jesus Christ. That's what Scorpio season's all about. Just the sex. Uh, by the way, just to clarify, it doesn't look like there was a reboot. There were two like specials in 94, mm-hmm. but there was no official Tiny Toons reboot. That's what this says. Ah, okay. All right. Well, as I said, moving on. Uh, from Genny Tartakovsky, yes, I probably completely, uh, that is the creator of Samurai Jack, for those who are not aware. Oh, yeah. He's actually creating a brand new series, animated series called Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Now, why is this kind of a cool thing? It relates to Halloween. Well, because it's actually a supernatural animated series that's inspired by myths and lore from across the globe. Interesting. Yes, yes. And basically, the, the main characters are unicorns that have been transformed into modern-day teenagers of all walks of life, goth and all that style and everything. So, you know, other than these supernatural things that they got to go through, 
you know, involving myths and lore, they have to deal with modern teenage angst with no clue how to deal with it. So the teenage mutant ninja unicorns? Yeah. I yeah, in a so. sense, yeah. And this is why it needs to be legalized. And this is exactly that why. why everybody can come up with amazing ideas like that. Yeah. Because there's no way somebody thought of that. There's so no way they thought of that without Craig in the room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he approves. <laughs> Very interesting. All right. Well, in a, in more news, in terms of like you know, there's been like that little you know, you know, these actors are on this side of the comic book universe, and these actors are on this side of the comic book universe. But lately, we've been privy to certain actors making the jump from one universe to the other. So that being said, Christian Bale was spotted today in Australia to film for Thor: Love and Thunder, which basically involves around um, Natalie Portman's character taking on the helm and supposedly they are going to involve the cancer storyline and everything. Oh shit. So Christian Bale's going from DC to Marvel, but there's been no word as to who he could possibly be be playing. Obviously most of the fans want him to be Adam Warlock. Uh, Mm. The Adam Adam that was mentioned in the, uh, in the end of Guardians of the Galaxy volume two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shall call him Adam, and of course that's what the prevailing fan theory is, and of course that's what everyone wants him to play Adam. But there's so many other Thor villains that he could play that mm-hmm. I up up for grabs. But I know the the popular opinion that he's going to play Adam Warlock. But just having Christian Bale in a Marvel film is achievement enough. I don't care what he plays; he could play Batman again. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's his own thing as always. I mean, All right. he couldn't play Batman again though. That's right, you couldn't. No, I'm just being sarcastic, Craig. <laughs> All right. Well, I've dulled out three news bits. I know you gentlemen have had some news bits. So before I continue, why don't, you, why don't you guys give us a couple of bits? Well, I've got some bits under my fig leaf that I'd like to show you guys. And that's a big leaf, ladies. As you can see. Yes. <laughs> see? Fox is already choking on it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> The, you the, can't see my face, but please know, Craig, it is the face that I would usually make to you when you were doing that. Thank you. Dan's <laughs> O face, ladies and gentlemen, under a mask. Oh, boy. Anyway, um, what my tidbit <laughs> under my leaf uh, that, hap- that occurred this week, um, uh, uh, speaking of an uh, actor who was in the Marvel Universe and hasn't jumped a ship staying in the Marvel Universe, Oscar Isaac who we last saw in a Marvel film in uh, X-Men Apocalypse, who played the aforementioned Apocalypse. He has been cast as Mark Spector, AKA Moon Knight, in a new Disney Plus series. Mm -hmm. So Marvel's answer to the aforementioned Batman, Moon Knight, is finally coming to uh, the Marvel Universe in a big way. Uh, It's not going to, uh, at first when there was talk of there being a Moon Knight, uh, that it would be a movie, but uh, this is going to be a Disney Plus series, but it ties in with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and with WandaVision, uh, which we still hope will drop at some point in the year of our Lord 2020. But um, Oscar uh, Isaac has been cast as Mark Spector as Moon Knight no uh, word yet on the number of episodes that will be in this Disney Plus series, but it is a go. Your thoughts? 
Well, they moved pretty quick on that because yesterday was just pure speculation, and here we are less than 24 hours. They confirmed it. So I think it's pretty cool. I think he's a good actor. I was always very interested in the Moonette character to begin with. Yeah, I remember for a little while before you oh, stopped yeah. by books, you were kind of getting into it. Absolutely. I even got his little superhero squad yep. character. I, I loved it. I, that sounds fine. It, exciting because it's like finally some other characters. Exactly. Other, yeah. other than your, your norms. You know, everybody knows of names like, you know, of Daredevil and of Luke Cage and such. So it, it's nice to finally see them continue the branching off more. Yeah, between like Moon Knight and Shang-Chi. It's nice to see those other characters, yeah. you know, really broadening out, you know, and really, really spreading out that Marvel now universe. Give me a now. Dazzler series. That's yeah. all you Yes. Yes. And uh, Moon Knight is uh, one of those characters that, you know, we, we know about the big ones, the, you know, the Iron Man, the Thor, the Captain Americas. But the, the lesser known ones, the ones that you were, you mentioned, Foxy, Daredevil and Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist, um, they're the ones I think that really drive, that can drive, it can give you a good storyline and a good episodic TV. Especially with the Mark Spector character and the Moon Knight um, character that they've played with a lot in the Marvel Universe because... At one point, Mark Spector, he was, well, he was a, a bounty, a mercenary, mm -hmm. uh, and he got the powers from the moon, but he also disguised himself as other people, as one as a cab driver and another as a business magnate, to infiltrate uh, crime organizations. And that right there was a great, he was kind of, to me, he was like, instead of Marvel's answer to the Batman, he was like uh, the saint character. He would just put on different disguises in order to further his war on crime. And then mm -hmm. when they rebooted Moon Knight, it turned out that he was suffering from a mental uh, breakdown issue and that he'd thought up all of this uh, stuff, the Moon Knight character and everything. And Mark Spector was a person unto himself, and Moon Knight was a character that he just put on in one of his manic episodes. I don't know which um, storyline they're going to go with in the Disney Plus series, but either one could make, some, make for some great TV. And like you said, I, Oscar, uh, uh, Anthony is, uh, Oscar Isaac, I'm sorry, is a great, great actor. He can pull it off. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, Dan, did you have something? Oh, do I have something? Uh, so <laughs> I bet. I just uh, something that just occurred to me, and you were talking about uh, the story. There is, uh, you know, what I'd like to see a live action movie of the Max. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, MTV. Uh, yeah. Well, you, when Liquid TV did it, um, the the cartoon series. We actually still have the uh, VHS here. Yeah, with we, the full I have the, the VHS covered this uh, copy to VH, nope, to DVD. Mm -hmm. And I have the Max hanging up right at the uh, entrance of our house. Nice. nice. Uh, the, nice. Spawn, the spawn figure that came out. No, I meant live action. A live action. Live action. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see. I and in that vein, uh, mine, mine would be a Savage Dragon live action film. Love uh, to see that. Definitely. Uh, I guess my uh, my topic would be the um, delay again, the further delay of Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I mean, again, I saw your post. I do agree with you. I would rather than put up the best game possible. Okay, because we're fighting if you don't. No. Same. <laughs> in the same token, though, the day Keanu came out was the day I was like, "This is getting pre-ordered." So, Can it's get? been a long wait. Oh, no, I I yeah. completely, listen, I completely understand. Just to clarify a little further, Damien, I, I, I'm not even here to invalidate or dis, not necessarily even disagree with what you're saying because it's kind of fact. 
It's been a long wait. There's no arguing with that. I have a problem. Little old me have a problem with the amount of attacks that the developers and the game company and everybody else was dealing with death threats and all this other crap. <laughs> when they didn't even know it was getting delayed until it got announced. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. That it's you know the Lord of our in the year of our Lord as as Craig would say 2020 and with all the other bullshit going on, you'd think we'd be above you know doing the Star Wars thing where if I don't like this movie, I'm going to attack and threaten. Oh, come on, now. it's 2020. <laughs> an actor or actress because I'm mad that the writer wrote something that I didn't like. I just. You know, I just got per- <laughs> sorry. I just, I just got purple flavored trash's uh, reference to the other Ghostbusters. No, not them. They're phony. Not the one with the stupid car and the gorilla. Oh, that uh, the original yeah. Ghostbusters. No, 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 no. We they don't exist, and I don't care. Okay. Well, technically, we, we can get into that in a little bit. We'll finish what you're saying, but we actually can get into that in a, in a minute. They can- Oh yeah. No, I- I'll finish what I'll say in a second. Uh, I mean, I just. I want this badly too because God knows this year sucked and not, you know, I'm I was bitching a fit about Ghostbusters getting delayed again, uh, but uh, I didn't threaten Jason Reitman's life. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the good news is that Keanu isn't getting any older, so he doesn't Literally. age. So he's going to be fun. No matter 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 when this comes out, he will look the same. Well, I mean, the thing is, is uh, also um, he's immortal. Yes. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, like, we'll all be dead in the game. The game will still come out and Keanu look the same. Uh, I had uh, a... No, finish, because I'm about to rant on somebody in the chat. No, why don't, you, why don't you rant, because I was going to piggyback on what you were saying about people getting mad at... Um, the oh, developers no. and people. No, do that first. Finish the conversation yeah. out. Well, it's, it's silly. Another topic that I was going to touch on had uh, me. Ran- I was actually in the middle of an argument with someone before we came on the air with about this particular topic. Uh, Javika Leslie, um, who's going to who's going to be the new Batwoman, just uh, released the pictures from the set of of her in costume as the new Batwoman. And uh, she was very proud of the pictures and saying how she, when you see the silhouette, you know that this is a black woman with the, with the afro and, you know, the, her body. She looks amazing. And, of course, that sparks controversy. Were white people mad? You wouldn't think, Dan, but yes. <laughs> and you, wouldn't you know who I was arguing with before we went on the air today? A white guy? Yeah. Oh. And he said, but he, he, his first thing he says is... I'm sorry, but <laughs> when did Batwoman become black? When are they? Why are they putting all the? When are all these characters turning white to black? And I wrote as much as I was tra- I was bleeding through my mouth from biting my tongue. Was this a comics uh, asshole? Uh, no, no, this is a, a different uh, comics asshole. But I no, said, no, no. What, I'm saying what? since the comics asshole. Yeah, that's yeah, your fucking com- question. Well, my ah. and my other answer, my my answer was, well, you should be sorry because who gives a crap what color she is? And what I was trying to explain to folks is, uh, Javika Leslie's character is called Rose something. I forgive me, I forget her name. She's not playing Barbara Gordon. 
she's not playing Kate Keene. She's not playing a white character and they're turning the character black. She's a black actress playing a black character who's Batwoman. So they didn't turn Batwoman black. The woman who's playing her is black. Here's um, the th here, wait, let me just interject. Here's the funny yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Is uh, half the people that you were that you dropped the K Keen name to won't know who the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, well, K Keen's <laughs> a white woman, folks. She yeah. played. Yeah, she was Bad Woman in the original series, and she's Bad Woman in the comics. <laughs> this TV show, Bad Woman on C on the CW, K Kane is gone. She left. Her Bad Woman's going to be replaced by a new woman named Rose something, and she's a black woman. So. There we are. Yeah, I think what's being lost in the translation, except for the racist people who just... Well, listen, if you begin a sentence with, I'm not racist, but... That's the same thing. <laughs> exactly. You've already, you've already put it out there. That's what, it, that's what you did. I'm sorry, but... Listen, just stop your sentence and go away. Just, just go to a KKK board and say what you got to say. Uh, I don't think people are understanding who are legitimately confused is they're not recasting who the hell was the uh, the character in the yeah, first season. It's a different person. Yes. Oh, Kate Keynes. Yeah. Kate they're Kane, not yeah. they're replacing her. She's not getting she's not being played anyway. This is a different person altogether. Learn how to fucking read. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, the th and the this person and and other people when I shared the article on um my site Comic Book Guru's podcast, other people chimed in uh with how they keep how they quote keep doing this to movie to movie. And I cited oh, several examples. My fucking asshole. The thing is, um, in other in other examples, when Michael Clark Duncan played the Kingpin, or when Lawrence, it didn't change the fabric of Daredevil. When yeah. Lawrence Fishburne was Perry White, that didn't change the Superman mythos. Listen, I knew so little about Daredevil. I thought Kingpin was black. Period. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's my point. Um, Kingpin. For me, if you're going to cast Kingpin, it should have been King Kong Bundy from the beginning. But when I heard it's Michael Clark Duncan, an Oscar-nominated actor, a guy who can act his ass off, who better Kingpin than, than Michael Clark Duncan? And that being said, Vincent D'Onofrio knocked it out of the park in Netflix. Mm -hmm. But the race of the character doesn't play a fact. It doesn't take the Daredevil storyline on a mythos and turn it on its ear. No, no, it does. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't like black people. But go ahead. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> All right, real quick to jump back on dancing in terms of the original Ghostbusters. Now, this is actually something I found out in my younger years uh, as a teenager or something like that. Oh, God. The original Ghostbusters was actually a cartoon version of the original no, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Playmation one. Yeah, yeah. Old black and white series with two dudes, and you had a gorilla and yeah, that whole Tracy, nine yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was an yeah. old 50s television, maybe and 60s television yeah. show, yeah. And it was, yeah. a, it was a Saturday morning cartoon show or a live but, action show. But they're still wrong, so fuck them. No, You're right. <laughs> Listen, I'm totally kidding. Uh, uh, to add on to what Damien just said, don't you ever invoke Peter Gabriel or Phil Collins' name to me. How dare you? It is the same band. It got better because Peter is an artist. I'm totally kidding. Uh, I'm right, though. No, I'm totally kidding, but I'm right, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, uh, just no, no, no. I need because I'm a Genesis nerd. Uh, the band evolved because Tony Banks is the boss, and Tony Banks wanted to do more pop music, and Phil Collins is a short guy, and Tony Banks would have killed him. That's why. 
Keep Tony yeah, Banks was the keyboardist, folks. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm glad me. we got that out of the way. This is important, Craig. It's gonna keep me up. Um, so yeah, so sure. from from Batwoman races fans to Genesis, we cover everything here on hey, Nerd Herders. We're all over the place. And as a matter of fact, right now we're gonna take a trip to Japan for a fun, interesting tidbit. Uh oh. Now, this is the Windy news. City. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> That's not Japan? Isn't that Japan? No, 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 it's Chicago. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You're yeah. close. I was close. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, not actually a tidbit, but more a kind of a, a, a story based on a viral video that had came out, I believe it was either this week or last week, of um, Godzilla goes on a date. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has seen this. No. It's actually rather worth it. It's from a Japanese show and everything like that. What it is, is they're interviewing this um, 13-year-old Japanese girl who doesn't look 13 at all. She looks like more like, you know, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. He is a um, Godzilla super fan, like an mm-hmm. outer Godzilla super fan. And, and like her big dream was to like go on a date of some sorts with Godzilla. So the interviewer, you know, and again, yeah, that's bestiality in a lot of places. <laughs> uh, uh, Foxy, Foxy, interspecies erotica. Okay, let's get it right. It's, it's a good time in my house. There you go. <laughs> that's what we're calling it. But um, so you know, like he's like, you know, he gets her going. He gets, he's like, you know, can you impersonate the sound of Godzilla? So she's doing it, and oh. I just person said, he pulls down the curtain from uh, like her glass doorway, and standing outside is a person in the actual Toho Godzilla suit. So, of course, she freaks out, and she's, like, crying and everything like that hysterically, you know, because – and then basically what they did was – and, I, again, I tell you, look up Godzilla goes on a date or Godzilla's date or something like that. And they literally did an actual, like, full-blown, like, day-out date type thing. They went and ate together and had, like, a long walk in the park and then a walk on the beach and the sunset and the whole nine yards. It was absolutely, like, adorable. It went completely viral. I definitely recommend checking it out because I watched it about an hour before coming on finally and it was just like, what is, just puts a big smile across your face. You gotta see it. Godzilla goes on a date. Go watch it. It's on, Not it's on Okay, okay, but is it on YouTube under Godzilla? Yes, it's on YouTube. Yeah, okay. it's on YouTube. It's definitely on YouTube. Now, from uh, a fun, you know, fun, feel-good, like, thing, news bit, to one that's, it's fucking irritating, okay? Yes, I have no other way to put it. You know, like, like the freaking dentist belt up the crack of my ass, it is irritating. <laughs> Very specific. Go ahead. Very specific. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, so, of course, people went, you know, bananas uh, after the uh, acquisition, the rights acquisition of the Charlie Brown thing and then Charlie Brown specials not going to be airing on television. We're not going to have a great pumpkin this year. Yes. Yeah. But now this one goes a step further. Uh, Now apparently activists... uh Uh-oh. No, we're good. I'm adjusting. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, hey now. Something was riding up the crack of Dan's ass, so he had to adjust. So go ahead. But um, now activists are trying to shut down the showing of... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because they feel like it promotes bullying. Well, okay. it, does. It, it does. It does. But at the same time, it's like... What do you... Really? Charlie Brown was bullied his entire 
cartoon life and continue by Lucy and everybody else. And everybody else. So why is Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer all of a sudden the red flag, red nose, as it were? And, and, and this is, it's just like more on the shit sandwich that has been 2020. You have waited. I mean, Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer debuted how long ago? 60 years ago. And now, 60 years later, it's a problem. Like, I mean, I watch this thing annually when it's we on do. TV. We do, and we we pick out how how problematic that thing is to be all the time. Considering the day and age we're in now versus when it was created, but I mean, it, it's it's not. I don't even have the right words. Nineteen sixty-four, by the way. Okay, fifty-six years ago. I have the right words to describe. That one, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so activists are are, are really grinding and really pushing to get Rudolph not shown. See, okay, so why don't you just not watch it then? Yeah, go ahead, Fox. Sorry, see, Foxy. This, I can't no, see it. fine. This is the quote-unquote problem with these kinds of articles, though, because nine times out of ten, when they say activists are saying this, it's usually four or five people on Twitter. Yeah. Kind of like the no cops joke. that showed up at the zombie house this week. Yes, like the zombie house in Hawthorne that literally just happened that got all these complaints to take down their decorations by neighbors only for all the neighbors to be like, why'd they take it down? Like, we none of us said anything. We love this thing. It's been a thing here for, like, years. Exactly. Or how, like, I mean, I hate saying it this way because oh, of boy. what in. But there are a lot of times when the media will pick up stories mm -hmm. saying that there's an uproar over this or there's an uproar over that when in reality it's either A, people joking and being sarcastic or two or three people bitching. Kind of like the whole, kind of like when, you know, um, Paw Patrol is going to be canceled because, oh, because of the, the cop dog. And it was like, yeah. no, no, no. That that was sarcasm. You 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 guys are reporting on a bunch of people joke tweeting about this, thus angering all the Karens in the world and making it a thing. So this, I, I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I, I don't buy it as actual people. I are is it moving to a exclusive? Well, that looks much better. If I do say so. Is it moving to a uh, another streaming service? Is that what's going on? Well, no, the Charlie Brown thing is because the rights were bought by... Right, no, but are they eventually going to do that with Rudolph? Is that going to be the catch? No, this is an actual thing to get it shut down. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is not about it being bought by another company. This is about actually trying to get it to shut the down. The story and... is about the redemption and defeating the bullies. What's the... Why do you want to... And Rudolph is the most famous reindeer of all time, okay? And the people that bullied him are nothing now. You can Donner, I think, died homeless a couple of years ago. <laughs> so it's not really a thing to make to uh, glorify the, the bullying aspect of it because we know that Rudolph came out in the end. And you were talking about viral videos earlier, Deadpool. Um, if you watch enough um, between Mad TV, Liquid TV, and um, – oh, God, the um, – Robot, ch robot chicken. Adult Swim. Uh, Adult Swim. Uh, Rudolph has got his revenge on those who bullied him quite a bit. I turn oh, my, yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I cite the case of Raging Rudolph, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the court. Uh, Mad TV. That animation of uh, Rudolph, uh, like uh, was the Al Capone in The Untouchables. Yeah, and, uh, Abominable did his. Um, I'm sorry, the Bumble did his uh, his bidding. So he he got his uh, revenge. 
So mm -hmm. folks that are still whining about this 56 years later, uh, the bullying, sure, but uh, the end result was the, uh, the victim came out on top. Yeah, but the whole point is, is that it's the, the bullied overcoming the bully mm -hmm. because he is, he is special. He's not just another outcast. He's, he's better than the, all of them. That's the whole point. Like, why would you it, take falls into people looking at things at surface value as opposed to reading into the rest. All they're seeing is bullying to the point where they see the bullying and then just focus on that for the rest of the time, ignoring the fact that there is a message, there is a moral, things that, you know, we all learned as children through fables and shows and such that don't exist anymore. And because, you know, life has got to be nice and fluffy and everybody gets a participation trophy and there isn't a first, second, or third place. And some people don't get nothing. That's the, that's the way it goes. Like, come on. But you're going to go after Karate Kid next? Because that guy was bullied and he came out on top. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, seriously. The Karate like, Kid know, is my root off the Red Nose Ranger. No. Poor, the poor dude from Cobra Kai. We're on his side. We're oh, talking about okay. Daniel. Daniel like, everybody, knows, everybody knows Daniel was the bully hey, at this point. F that guy. Yeah. Everybody knows Daniel was the bully at this point. Daniel was, was a bully, yeah. In, you got uh, damn right. Kid. Everybody who's effing with me? Watch your shit. Watch it. Everybody knows Zapka was the victim, okay? Yeah. Zapka was the victim. Any of you, if any of our fans are, are, were fans of How I Met Your Mother, uh, <laughs> Neil Thomas, uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character, dressed up as Johnny, as Cobra Kai, every year for Halloween because he said he was the hero of the story. And he, and he spelled out to Ted how this new guy came in, stole his girl, Okay, and he's supposed to be okay with it. Daniel LaRusso was the, the villain in Karate Kid. It was explained in season one of Cobra Kai how Daniel was the douche. Yeah. There's also a YouTube video fully explaining that Daniel's actually the bully. Uh -huh. Yes. And how oh, it's and his kick to Johnny to win the, the all valley uh it's karate tournament kick. was illegal. I know this personally. That's yeah. an illegal kick. And it was also brought up in episode one of of Cobra Kai. But I'm, I I digest. We were talking about Rudolph, and you know they've already taken uh, the Great Pumpkin from us. So hopefully they won't take a Christmas favorite like Rudolph from us either, um, mm -hmm. especially for for bullying. Exactly. Well, on to a fun one. Every now and again, one second. Yeah. All right, on to a fun one. <laughs> Look out, Deadpool's dying, everybody. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I got to say goodnight to teenagers. Um, all right, oh, every okay. now and again. I, I thought you were I like get dehydrated or something. No, I'm good so far. <laughs> um, every now and again, I, 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 get the, uh, I get the fun news bit that we call the what the fuck moment of the, our news. Okay? And tonight, I have a really good one. <laughs> okay. So supposedly around electric time, there's supposedly going to be an asteroid about the size of a refrigerator, potentially, potentially could hit the Earth. Nobody knows the amount of damage that we could do or anything like that. But Norway, Norway of all places, apparently at least has civilization in mind for the post-apocalypse should anything like this happen, whether it be around election time or thereafter. As Norway has revealed, they have. This is an actual structure, folks. You can look it up. There's pictures of it and everything. They actually have, don't get too excited now, Dan. 
An Oreo vault. A vault it's an Oreo? actual, yeah, an Oreo vault. It's an actual large built bomb fallout type shelter factory thing where they have a bunch of Oreos stored and this place is in Norway and the Oreos is basically, the, the place is able to withstand extreme cold, extreme heat, and chemical reactions. This building is totally protected. And then inside, the Oreos are also wrapped in mylar to protect them from negative 80 to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Is so this... ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, should the apocalypse happen, make a beeline for Norway. Is this the, the same Oreo vault? Is this the same vault that has all the print stuff? No, it's, this is just specifically an Oreo vault. Do they have milk? It's, it's a, it's a yeah. huge, large yeah. structure. It even says Oreo on the outside and everything like that. It's an Oreo. It's the Oreo vault. Norway put it out there and everything like that. I kid you not. I this believe you, Dan, but Fox, that is my, my hell. If I'm trapped in a vault of Oreos with no milk, just kill me. Right. What's, yeah, the, like, what's the point? Let's just go milk a radioactive cow. But of all the things that we think of, this is the, this of all the things we think of to to, to 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 you know sustain life in a post-apocalyptic situation, regardless of what it is, we have to protect the Oreos. Why are we not protecting the Reese's? Thank you. Hello. Well, yeah. most importantly, just have a Twinkie vault. Those things are timeless. They'll never get old. But. Or, how do you open the vault then? It's like a large building. The building structure actually looks like something when like, you land in Mass Effect on one of the planets okay. and you find the factory. It literally looks like that. Okay, but if we are in post-apocalyptic world and say, for example, something happens to like the guy that could open it, then what good does it do anybody? Uh, Foxy, have you ever seen me hungry? <laughs> no. I'll open that fucking door. <laughs> GM Spectre says so the double stuff can protect us from the asteroids. Yes. Pretty much. What about well, the again, it's, 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 it's a vault there for if, if shit hits the fan, we've got Oreos. Not God. Well, so we're all be Norwegians. Oreos. Like, they better be like the good Oreos and not the shitty ones. Like the golden outside or like the really shitty flavored insides. Like, In, a yeah. In a related right? story, uh, Sweden just announced that they have a Hydrox vault. So, there. Your turn. I'll be back. Competing. Uh-oh. <laughs> Talk about yourselves. I'll give you a topic. The Ottoman Empire with neither an Ottoman nor an Empire. Empire just just us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I find that interesting because Oreo is my least favorite cookie. Yeah, I'll say it right there. And let me, and let you, let me let you guys in on, on something else. Uh, mm -hmm. There's two things I hate. Uh, and this is going to surprise you with you guys knowing my favorite movie. I hate Marshmallow and I hate Twinkies. Okay. Which that is funny coming from a fat guy. That doesn't surprise me at all. I hate them both too, Dan. Not equally. But, yeah, but you're not I, fat. I, it's supposed to be a fat joke. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. And now, okay, well then I'll, I'm surprised that you don't like either one. Especially no, since it's, it's dead. You already killed it. <laughs> into that it's an overrated snack category but you know about it and you've tried it at least once yeah and as a kid you had to have twinkies and marshmallows at least some point in your life but that doesn't mean you have to keep eating them or like exactly. them jay center yeah. 92 says great costumes 
Who are you talking no. to? Right, talking to everybody. Oh. By okay. the way, Jay, if you haven't seen our fourth uh, person, uh, give us a second. Wait for him to sit back down because uh, you're you're missing one. There's three of us now, but there's four just up. Yes. Yeah. So so there's that. Hey, Steve, it's the best costume ever. Well, I mean, debatable. It doesn't have a proton pack. <laughs> Why does he not be Ghost Deadpool? Uh, I just spoiled it for Jay. Oh, well. Why does he not just be Ghost Busting Deadpool? Someone give him a proton pack. And I want to see a Deadpool Ghostbusters crossover right now. Proton pack on the back and they split. I found out about Vigo, the master of evil, trying to battle my boys. That's not, not legal. legal. Ow! Hey, Deadpool's back. Say hi to yeah. Jay, Deadpool. See, now I'm hungry. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about Oreos. Jay, Jay there's no I mean, I think I can imagine you're suffering the most serious case of munchies I've ever known to man. Right? You have no idea. If Dan gets it involved, I'm right behind him. Because if I get hungry, <laughs> especially after this costume, that I'll smoke after we get off the air, then, um, yes, the munchies will hit me hard. I know somebody mentioned... Okay, there was a big uproar of the Tom Holland photo for Uncharted. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, I'm wet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still in. The, I'm still in the Nathan Fillion camp. I really think. Uh, thought he uh should have played. Not to say that he wasn't offered the role and couldn't do it or some other thing, but I'm not mad at Tom Holland for being uh for being yeah. Nathan Drake as much as I love. Uncharted, as much as I played it for hours and days on end without stopping, mm-hmm. just the fact that there is going to be a movie. Um, and But as we know, and I'll point out to all of you, uh, the history of video games turned to movies is not a good one. Okay? Well, Super Mario Brothers is great. Uh, it, it was not. Neither was Prince of Persia. Neither was Need and for Speed. We have Monster Hunter on the way, too. Neither was Doom, but I'm saying, if the if if there is going to be a movie to break that trend to actually cross the 100 million dollar mark, I would bet on Tom Holland and Uncharted. Super Mario Bros. Yeah. is awesome. I don't think a lot of people are going to get behind Monster Hunter just because. I mean, we like the Resident Evil series, yeah. but I know a lot of people are very you know jaded and you know blame Mila for the whole Resident Evil thing. It's like, look, she was just acting in the thing, okay? Like, any and, video game would work better as a TV series as opposed to movie to begin with. Yeah, any I agree. game. Thank you, Jay. Jay says I like Super Mario Brothers because you're correct. Thank you. Yeah, it was a fun. It was a it was a fun show. Yeah, so much. I know by memory. At least Street Fighter Two has Raul Julia hamming it, dude. That's why I I do not talk trash about that movie because Raul Julia, and I don't care how crappy it is. Yeah, I told you the. Just falling into the guilty pleasures thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold off on that. Hold off on that. Dan, I told you about the John Leguizamo Super Mario Brothers story, right? You mean they were hammered the entire day every day? No, uh, John Leguizamo. For those of you who don't know, uh, had the lead, had the role in Philadelphia, opposite Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. Oh, that's right. He, <laughs> he turned it down to do Super Mario Brothers. Wow. <laughs> and John Leguizamo to this day still cr- says cite that as his biggest gr- regret in Sometimes his career. Sometimes I think that I know. Sorry. Hey, he did the movie. He, he followed it up with Pest. Yeah, well, he That's wanted a funny ass movie though. And Leguizamo wanted to work. He had jumped at the opportunity to work with Bob Hoskins and uh, Dennis Hopper. 
and then uh, they ended up just going and drinking all day because it was so shitty. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's John Leguizamo's biggest regret. Uh, you were, we were talking, do you want to go into guilty pleasures now? Uh, well, I have one last tidbit because I know Miss Foxy has not been, I don't know if she has been privy to it or not, but I would like to see a reaction out of this. Okay. While I'm eating? Yes. Tim Burton <laughs> is doing his first ever television series. And he is making a live action Adam's Family TV series. Okay, hold up. Hold up. Burton? Tim? Family Adams, you say? <laughs> no, see, I heard people wanting that. I didn't know that that was official. No, it is a thing. This is a thing. I have one I'm question. I'm on board. Yes. I'm on board. I have one question. By the way, I don't mean to interrupt you. I can't see shit out of these. Uh, <laughs> I have one question. Yes. This is, we'll decide if I'm in or out. Is Danny Elfman on board? Uh, that was, there was no mention. I, but if, I, if, put it this way, if Tim Burton's in, come on now. I will, because I, if I don't get a uh, Danny Elfman Adams family. Put, game, Tim, Tim Burton Tim Burton and Danny Elfman, like. Are like go, peanut butter and jelly. That's true, yeah. No, I know. No, yeah. I, 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 I need again, that. Now, some details on this are, one, again, this is Tim Burton's first television series ever in ever. his entire career. Mm -hmm. He's never done a television before. Mm -hmm. And also, this is going to be, like, I think the fun part because it's Tim Burton. And he's picked the right perspective and character for this, out of this. Okay, yes, it's still the Addis family. But basically, the thing he's going with is it's in modern times, mm -hmm. a.k.a. 2020. Oh, da -da -da -da. Yeah. All from... Wednesday, Wednesday, Adam's perspective and thoughts on what's going on, thoughts on the world. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. I'm gonna. It's I'm the Adam's family. I'm gonna just. I, I'm gonna watch it anyway. So I really don't care. Tim Burton, Adam's family. I'm in. Right. But yeah. So basically, this is gonna get rather interesting at times. Seeing 2020 criticized and taken through the eyes of Wednesday Adams. Of a goth adolescent. I'm not on board on until I uh, until the casting. Yeah, um, till the casting and uh, and who Wednesday Adams turns out to be. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, I I like it if they had a nod to the original cast. Uh, since outside of Raul Julia, they're all still around. If Christina Ricci played Morticia, I'd be okay with oh, that. Oh yes, everybody yeah. wants to see her in a Morticia dress already. Or even yeah, Chloe, or uh, Chloe Grace Moretz as Wednesday could work as well. Well, I mean, she, isn't she like twenty twenty one now? Yeah, sure. that's true. Yeah, but it but it depends on the Wednesday. I'm I've. Um, yeah. Tim Burton makes great movies. I'm not always thrilled with his casting choices, so I like to see where, who the the cast is before I decide to go all in. Knowing our luck, it's going to be the girl from Stranger Things. Oh, Billy Bobby God. Brown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm a big fan, but obviously Foxy is not. Well, no. The, no. the thing is, okay. The thing is <laughs> with um, us is we've seen her in interviews and stuff like that, and she's. Yeah quite full of herself for getting success so young yes and like that to the point where she went on a rant a while back being thoroughly upset why she hadn't been cast into a star wars as a princess or something like that and she was like dead serious like wow. she really thinks the world of her ability and her position be based off of stranger things well 
and she well she's got a right to be incredulous i mean after her work in godzilla who wouldn't want to cast her in a star wars film incredulous versus egotistical is yeah i mean she carried that monster throughout the whole 90 minutes so i don't know what you know these other producers are looking at uh, why they can obviously see the movie. I, thought, I, thought, I thought Godzilla carried it very well. I wasn't paying attention no, to her. No, that was the Millie Bobby Brown show. That was an that was her auditioning for oh, Star Wars. Can we, between between her character and the mom's character, we're like, hurry up with these scenes. Can we get this yes, shit over with? Vera Formiga. Yes, Oscar-nominated actress running from Godzilla. You know, I seriously. Loved, I, hey, I, I was off the doctor. I cried when the doctor died. I cried when the scientist died. Yeah. I cried my eyes out. Yeah, but uh, again, I I... I have to see Billy Bobby Brown's point on that. She should mm. have, from Godzilla alone. I don't know why she wasn't cast in a uh, in a Star Wars film as a princess or even a um, a princess doorstop. It could have been the way she approached it publicly, being pissed off about yeah, it. Yeah, that probably oh, not the best God. way to go. Yeah, it, it's that's akin to Sean Young dressing up as uh, a Catwoman and appearing in Tim Burton's office in a in a cat suit, sitting in a bag of kitty litter. Trying to get um, for those of you who don't remember, those of you not young enough to, to know, uh, Sean Young was originally cast as uh, Vicky Vale in the first Batman uh, Tim Burns film in 1989. Would have been better. She, she broke her ankle. Well, anyone other than Michael Keaton would have been better, but I digress. She broke <laughs> her ankle um, on, on horseback riding, so it was recast, and Kim Basinger got the role. Uh, so when there was announced there was going to be a Batman Returns, Sean Young mistakenly thought, well, since I was cast in the first one, I should be in this one. Tim Burton was like, don't work like that. Um, we're going in a different, we're going with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. And uh, she auditioned for the part, even going, appearing on talk shows, uh, dressed up as Catwoman, and even got into Tim Burton's office wearing a Catwoman outfit and sitting in a uh, box of kitty litter. Uh, those were her uh, attempts to be cast as Catwoman, a, a role that was already filled, uh, but because she thought she was because she was cast in the first Batman, she thought she should have been in the second Batman. Never uh, grab that just, brass just, ring, just, people. Just, yeah. just, just yeah. the, the Catlitter thing. This is like, wow, really? Were we yeah. that? That's yeah. 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 Catlitter back then was random and gross and not censored. Yeah. And kids, this was pre-internet, so we found all about all this during Hollywood Report in newspapers and in magazines that this what actually happened. Imagine if, if Twitter was a thing. Uh, I don't think Sean Young would have even had the career that she had. Thank God for Ace Ventura. Oh my um, God. Um, but I digest. Um, are we at the uh, the guilty pleasure point of our? Did you we have are at the guilty pleasures? Yes, so we are at I wanna, the guilty pleasures. Yeah, I want to go around the room first before we we get because I know we're going to be on this topic for quite a while. Dan, Foxy, do anything you want to add in or anything that we missed? No, I'm good. I'm I'm good. Dan, I have uh, I have dropped my load. Huh. <sighs> well. <laughs> Hey, I'm right here. Uh, Dan's right here, Jay. Hello. Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't recognize you. You can't Dan, see you my fat rolls under this mask. Come on. <laughs> oh my god. Let's go. He's a shock master. What's wrong with you guys? You, anyway. you shut your fucking mouth. I am not Uncle Fred. <laughs> my name is not Fred. I think that was Uncle Fred. <laughs> Fred Auto Man. <laughs> god damn! Take it away. Uh, where am I taking it? Oh, uh, oh guilty the, pleasures. Guilty pleasures. 
Okay, yes, yeah, so it's this evening, and we invite those watching on Twitch and everything like that, because Dan is managing uh, manning the boards and everything like that. We're going to let out our guilty pleasures, whether they be music, television, and or movies. We should start it in categories to uh, make well, sure we cover it. All right, well, why don't you moderate this? You go for it. You're actually really good at these. We used to do these all, stuff like this all the time, and she's actually the really good moderator out of all of us. So why don't you moderate and you go for it? Oh, she's already she's already Music. listening. She's already listening. <laughs> I would say food. We'll go. We've never done a guilty pleasure food. No yeah, guilty pleasure food. Yeah, guilty pleasure food. I don't know what else. Like what's a food that you don't? If people found out you eat, you'd be embarrassed to tell them that. Oh my god, you eat that? Yeah, <laughs> I got one. What? Waffles and cheese. Wow. Go to, I never even heard those words together in the same sentence. Jeez. Yep. Nice toasted waffle with a slab of preferably Munster cheese, but if not, American will do. And slather that bitch up with some syrup. Oh, my God. Wow. Munster cheese? I, 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 <laughs> not so, Adam's family cheese? Yeah. Almost 20 years we've been together. And the first time she mentioned this, I had the exact same reaction you had. <laughs> you know, even even dressed the way you are. And if I had as much as what you're wearing, I still would have had the same look and went, huh? And that's the same look I gave my high school best friend when I was at her house. And I was like, I would really love just like a snack. And she's like, oh, I got you. And she hands me waffles and cheese. And what the fuck is this? <laughs> And then I ate it, and here we are, and I'm feeding it to my kids, who also gave me the same look. Wow. <laughs> and admittedly, I, I had it one night, and I was like, all right, actually, this is not that bad. Yeah, well, obviously, together, it doesn't sound like, but I just never would have put those two together. You know, maybe I was in a bunker. Maybe if I was strapped in an Oreo bunker and I was out of Oreos, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, 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 no. Down no. to or down to cheese. I did it all at that point. There's no way. Okay. Uh, Jay said he's had an over medium egg on a pe peanut butter and jelly. Huh. huh. Gross. Uh -huh. Gross. <laughs> guilty pleasure food is going to sound a lot like pregnancy cravings from everybody. Yeah, seriously. This, awesome. this is where it's going to get good. Anybody else out there watching got, got some guilty pleasure foods? Go for it. This is great. This has already gotten us something good. Do we, do we categorize this guilty pleasure something that nobody else would eat? Or it just, it just, or even if you had an incident where you're eating something, somebody said, "Ew, you like that?" Yeah, Ew. okay. Uh, Jay was here for this one. Like, Jay was here for this one, and this one confuses me. Um, uh, it's uh, just a, a cheese sandwich. Okay. Just cheddar, slice, slices of cheddar cheese on 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 bread with no toppings. Uh, not our, 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 our youngest does that. Yeah, well, but he's. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. No, he's smart. He's smarter than the rest of you. That's what that means. I, I don't know. I don't have a uh, food guilty pleasure. I eat like a eight year old. Uh, my I do remember mine as a kid. One of mine as a kid. I, maybe it was just because my grandmother bought them all the time, whatever. But um, straight up uh, sardines with the red oh, sauce man. straight out of the can. Get out of my house. Okay. <laughs> I use a sardine straight up, and uh, sometimes I was like, if she had white rice left over, I just dump it on the white rice and swirl it around and go to town. That nasty. Yeah, that nasty. Yep, okay. like you know, that, that red. I'm looking, I'm looking at Foxy's face like he smells what? it. 
No, it wasn't blood. It, it was an actual the blood of the innocent sardines. No, it was an actual sauce. It was an actual sauce. Gelatinous blood. Uh, I don't know, but the point is, I used to dog that. I used to open up the can and just. <laughs> Oh, that's... Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's get off of food and so we can keep the rest of our dinner well, what was your, you, have, you didn't give us your food guilty pleasure. I don't think I have one. The only thing I've, I've I noticed, as, you know what I noticed this season, this particular week, actually, when I said I liked, I got great, I got greeted with a healthy bit of derision that I had no idea existed. But I love candy corns. But apparently that's not a, a popular. It's not. Uh, it's not I, popular. I, it's not I popular. It. Communists. Me too. I did, <laughs> I did not. Know, I, I love, did not know that. Hey, listen. Anybody who's listening, and I mean this, hundred percent. This is a shoot to steal from Damien's line of work. Uh, if you don't want candy corn, I will give you my fucking address. You can send me the candy corn. Yeah, I'll eat it all of it. I would do it for you, but I she gets it from me, so I'm. I, oh, that's okay. I, no, I'm already on this one. Three to one. I do not like candy corn. Yeah, I will pass. Right. Well, you're disgusting. You're a disgusting person. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't like to eat little bits of candle wax. <laughs> well, don't eat the candle wax then. Exactly. That's not candy corn. <laughs> it's it's the Lewis Black thing. Corn that tastes like candy. Oh boy. Listen, listen. <laughs> when I eat Twizzlers. Oh my God, Twizzlers too. That's another, oh God. But chocolate. So it's exactly. chocolate wax. <laughs> chocolate Twizzlers? Like a Yankee candle, just. A Yankee candle? Yeah, it's like a Yankee oh, whoa. There's like, chocolate okay, Twizzlers? Yankee, wait, wait, hold. You I didn't know that either, Dan. I, didn't I do not either. know what a Yankee candle is. Oh my God. Is. Does anybody know what a Yankee candle is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow! You were living under a rock. <laughs> you're living, on, you're living no. under a you're living under a mask, Damien. Yankee There's not a lot of oxygen going in here. I know, folks. Yankee candle is like the the apparently the ultimate in like scented candles that you can buy. They have like stores and everything. Yeah, I don't, have, but I know what the fuck they have. are. It's a chain. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a ladies, ladies and gentlemen. We have a monumentous occasion. Yes. In the room for the first time is my father. Wow! Hello, Dad. Hi, Dan's dad. Your your son is a chrome head. <laughs> that he said it first, and I do have LED lighting. So I saw you said that last time. Um, chocolate Twizzlers can fuck all the way off. Says purple flavored trap. Oh, I thought you were going to say your dad. Dad, 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 dad. Oh, your dad said that. It's like wow. Okay. No, comes, no. Comes, my dad eats Twizzlers, the black licorice, so we don't speak about that. Oh <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. So we don't talk about that. We have twenty-five Yankee candles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you do, Dad. There's the thing. Uh, I was going to say the joke to Damien was Yankee candles is like the. Um, the Band-Aid. Uh, like, if you get a scented candle, even if it's not a Yankee candle, it's a Yankee candle, like a Band-Aid is an adhesive strip. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bath and Body Works can't be better, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too. I get my candles by Serenity by Jan. That's where I get all my candles from. Okay. I, I can't do my guilty pleasure while he's watching. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's got to behave himself now. <laughs> Dad says the black licorice. Well, this you can all tell this is my dad. He says the black licorice makes your poop cream. <laughs> well then, thank you, thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. 
<laughs> and you're worried about what you're going to say. Come on, the man's giving you carte blanche. Go for it. Okay, so it's not what you think, but we can move into the areas of music if we like. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Guilty pleasure. And I'm just going to show you mine. New right kid. Here. Yes. I'm uh, with you. Danny, Donnie, Joey, Jordan. I grew up as a teen when they came out in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Let me tell you, and it was an all Italian area. You could not escape it anywhere. <laughs> exactly. It was the it was the Italian boy band. <laughs> it's all, hey, hey, look, there's Dottie over there. He's singing really good. It was, it was Jordan doing Jordan. Hey, Joey. Hey, Joey. <laughs> hey, Joey. How you doing? That's your guilty pleasure, Dan? That's my guilty pleasure. I don't okay. have that many guilty pleasures. I guess the big guilty pleasure would be Genesis. That's not a guilty pleasure, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't have, I'm, not, I'm exciting with the... Never mind. I can't finish that sentence. Okay. Can I piggyback off of I'll your guilty pleasure? <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, uh, my guilty pleasure is with the mouth. Go ahead. Okay. Can I piggyback off of your guilty pleasure band? Because mine is related to your guilty pleasure band. Ahead, in yeah. the same area. My guilty pleasure... And I try at times I've tried to hide this, but other times I've been very out and proud about this. Um, I had her t shirt, um, oh, no. I even had a button, and I bought all her albums. And when I found out that she was dating Jonathan Knight of the New Kids on the Block, I actually wanted to kill him. Found, you know, it, it relieved me quite a great deal when I found out that John was gay, so nothing happened. <laughs> But still didn't take away my jealousy. My guilty pleasure has and always will be Tiffany. I have her vinyl album downstairs in my man cave. I have all three of her vinyl albums. Her albums oh. vinyl. Yes. Yeah. I even watched her when she was on Celebrity Wrestling with Hulk Hogan. Uh, when, just when and anything she's ever, anytime she's ever been. I went, I was the only person in the theater, gentlemen and ladies. This is the first time I've been in this in public if you will. I had to go like dust in public, if you will. I was the only one in the theater going to see the Jetsons movie because Tiffany was the voice of Judy Jetson. Judy Jetson. And can I assure you that you were not the only one in the theaters to see the Jetsons movie, sir? I was the only one in that theater. Yeah, I was. Well, my mama, my, go, to my a mama black, I, go to a black theater in North Philly and be the only black kid there <laughs> going to see the Jetsons. I yeah, was so yeah. I was the only one there. I was the I was the only one with my mom in the theater. We went to. Uh, there's a guilty pleasure and a funny story. Well, first of all, Jay says, "Love me some Lana Del Rey." Um, oh, I don't love think. Her. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jay, you're not alone. Uh, so, here, here's the funny. My musical, I got I got my musical guilty pleasure. Okay. Actually, this, this is this is movies. So yeah, go ahead, do it. Uh, Hall of Notes. I will rock the hell out of Hall of Notes all day long. <laughs> That's nothing to, to the be point kidding. where I made our, we, there's video evidence of this somewhere on social media of me using our son in his Cookie Monster coat as a puppet and making him lip sync and dance a whole routine of private eyes to my wife in IHOP. In, in IHOP. <laughs> it was like a whole, it was a whole stick. She loved it. I want to, I want to redo that whole video with uh, with some friends of mine because I there's that's nothing to be ashamed of, damn. I no, yeah. I had, and then my other guilty pleasure is uh, I like to sing '80s ballads horribly. Okay, so, well, you know, come on, that's, Porno, that's a, Porno, yeah. love this. come on. That's a, I think what would be a guilty a mental, yeah, musical mental guilty pleasure. I really, I've got several. I Tiffany, uh, the Go Go's. I love uh, Wilson Phillips. They're great though. Yeah, but you know, 
you can't. How about you musically? You haven't put yours musically out there. No, I know I haven't. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. The, the no, 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 that's not fair. Let's go. Probably. Because, I mean, I, I have no qualm. I listen to everything, and I'm proud. I don't give a shit. I'll rock 80s, 90s, Spanish, country, what have you. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But Guilty Pleasure is, like, really, really cheesy pop songs. Like, like? when Call Me Maybe came out. Or when Apple Barbie Girl. Barbie Girl. Avril Lavigne has this terrible song called Hello Kitty. I love it so much. <laughs> I thought you meant like, her whole discography. This Allie and AJ song called like Potential Breakup. I, I love really, really bad. Really bad. <laughs> okay. I do. Nothing wrong with that. You've heard half of them. Turn it Unfortunately. <laughs> wow, you're a lucky man, Dan. No, the, the, the best part of it is is the, the way it goes, there's, there's a progression of her liking these. Mm-hmm. We'll catch the video. We'll watch it together. Oh, yeah. And we will dog it together. We will completely <laughs> dog it. And she will honestly be dogging it. And then the next day. <laughs> and then the next day I come I'm home. I'm like, what the hell? She goes. Oh, like that one song, that one song, Bad Girl. <laughs> like that one song, like a few weeks ago. There's this really bad industrial pop song called Bad Girl. I don't mm-hmm. even know who sings it, but it's so repetitive and it is so annoying because we watched the whole video. We're like, oh, this sucks so bad. Two days later, it comes up on my Spotify as I'm cooking. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I looked at her ass is really like, it's, 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 it's like basically when I come in, it's like she sold out all of a sudden. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what the hell? I thought no, we were against this. No, it's research. I'm trying to keep listening to see how bad it is. See, I'm just I'm trying to do. <laughs> But it was it was kind of like yeah and, and and anybody and I'm not a Beyonce fan and you know again I'm not knocking anybody in I'm not a Beyonce fan you know Team Pink hey but she is you know saying you know Beyonce this Beyonce that I come in and didn't it crazy fun and I literally look at her like I walk in and she's rocking out freaking Beyonce she apparently missed a text that I was almost coming home I guess to hide it and then she it was like literally like that's after like, Sasha Fierce time. You can't, it you was can't. like it was like the the, the scene in in, uh, in Finding Nemo when it goes in and ooh ba ba do that that was like her when I walked in. Yeah. yeah. The thing that makes things funnier when you're wearing the Deadpool mask is sometimes when you in, uh, do a certain inflection, we can see your mouth move underneath the mask, and it makes it even funnier. Yes. Yeah. That's, like. That's, that's funny to me. Uh, yeah. Like the gimp in Pulp Fiction. That's exactly yeah, like what I was going to say. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. So we get food and music. What's next? Go to pleasure. Uh, we'll go movie. Okay. So Dan has a movie ready to go. Yep, go ahead for it, Dan. Ah, oh, crap. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Here's my guilty pleasure. Every Christmas. Mm-hmm. There is a movie, uh, and if you guys have heard of this, I'll be so happy. Uh, there's a movie called Santa Claus, the movie. With Tim Allen? No, no, that's... Oh, with, uh, no, with, uh, Dudley Moore. And Dudley Moore. That's the one. Okay. For free? Yes, it's it. For free? Yes, exactly. John Lithgow is the, uh, uh, is the villain. Burgess Meredith plays the Asian elf. Um, 
Oh my God, the actor who plays Santa Claus. And it just occurred to me who he was like two months ago. We were, Kelly and I, there's a guilty pleasure. Kelly and I watch old commercials, hours of them. Uh-huh. It's this channel that uploads old commercials from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yes, that has Dudley Moore as an elf. Exactly that movie. Um, just to kick it back into wrestling, Daphne is in, actually in a deleted scene in that movie. <laughs> that's um, why you like it. That's not why I like it. I liked it before I knew Daphne was anywhere near that movie. I watch this movie every year. The actor that says, Craig, I'm going to go to you for this. In Blazing okay. Saddles, he yells, never mind that shit. Here comes Mongo. Who's the actor? Got me. Uh, oh, the actor that plays Mongo? Yeah. No, 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 oh. no. The actor that he screams Mongo's coming. He's oh. a very famous actor. And I just put two and two together that this motherfucker is Santa Claus. And he's well. he was well known. I uh it wasn't I'll, Harvey Corman? No, oh, okay. no, 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 no. I'm trying to think who's who says you get that shit, here comes Mongo. Um it wasn't Kenneth Mars. Hold on, I'm gonna um, look it up. Hold on. But I I watched this nobody likes this movie. I've never okay. found anybody who likes this movie. Uh and I love this movie like like I absolutely like legitimately love this movie. And it is a well-known piece of shit. Okay. David, <laughs> it's David Huddleston. Okay. He's in uh, Bla- the Big Lebowski's in Blazing Saddle. If you looked him up, he's in everything. You'd know who he is. Uh, and I just put two together. I'm like, oh shit, that's Santa Claus. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. But it has a great ending where uh, Webster's daddy. Yes. Alex Harris, yes. Alex Harris was Mongo. Mongo. He's not yeah. Mongo. He's the one that screams for Mongo. Never mind that shit. Here comes Mongo. He's he's the guy that delivers that line when Mongo comes in. Yes. Uh, that's my guilty pleasure. But my other guilty pleasure is Garfield the movies. Oh, jeez. Now, I'm only bringing this up because this is a funny-ass story. Because you love Breckenmeyer. No, but no, because I love Garfield. Um, okay. Big Garfield fan. Thank you. I, I've always loved Garfield. Big Garfield, Mark. I am a Mark for Garfield. Uh, I'm not the. I, I have an old board game that one of my old bosses bought for me at a yard sale. I have every single Garfield uh, comic book. The little uh, those paperback books, the tiny ones. The that were long ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got every all that single stuff. one of those. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like. I think the movies are just fine. Okay. I'm not allowed to have that opinion because they suck, and it's now become a joke because of Zombie Land. What's mm-hmm. your any regrets? Uh, Garfield, maybe. Uh, but the funny story attached to this is I wasn't thinking anything of this when I went to see it in theaters alone. And it was me and a bunch of parents with their kids. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. So halfway through the movie, I noticed that I'm getting glares and I'm getting stared at. And I'm like, is it something on my face? Am I bleeding? Am I dying? Is somebody holding a gun to my head? And then I realized it was me. I was the problem. I was the older, <laughs> I was the older gentleman. Now, at the time when it came out, I was twenty-four, mm-hmm. so I was stupid to this. I had, I didn't think this through. <laughs> so I did not think it out. As the movie's going on, I'm watching all these parents look at me sitting in the row by himself, going, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And I, by the end of the movie, I was. Yeah. <laughs> so when the sequel came out with Tim Curry, I took my girlfriend. 
I see. I am a healthy <laughs> adult I, male. I, 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 yeah, see, yes, I'm completely uh, not. Uh, no, I no. I just want to see. Oh, Bill Murray's so funny. Wow. Oof. Okay, so guilty pleasure movie, Craig. I've got. To, I even made up a list. Uh, well, I, I I posted a couple years back, but off the top of my head, my guilty pleasure list. Um, probably my number one, and it's been playing on the Flix network for some reason all month, and I could not be happier. And the amount of shit I take for it, I gladly welcome because I will stand by this movie till my dying day, which could be any minute now because I'm black in America. But, uh, Robert Stigwood, 1978 film, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the movie. <laughs> Wow! All-star cast: Peter Frampton, The Bee Gees, Steve Martin, Aerosmith, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Billy Uh, Preston, Billy Preston, S. Sergeant Pepper. All the music, uh, the Lennon and McCartney stuff, uh, George Harrison, Alice Cooper. Uh, I saw this film in a theater. Begged my mother, dragged her to come with me to see it. She loved the she loved the music. Um, because her and my dad introduced me to the Beatles. She hated everything else in between. But that's my favorite movie musical of all time. Also, in that similar vein, uh, my guilty pleasure, uh, Spice World. Oh, I Can love that. I, yeah. I have to watch movie. it every time. And for the super, for our geeks out there, and get a ton of heat for this, and I'll, t- again, bring it on. I'll still stand by this, and I don't know what the fuck your problem is with the star of this film, but I like Daredevil, the movie, a lot, okay? And if anything, that proved that Ben Affleck would have been the best Batman because he'd already played a superhero. He'd already done a kick-ass pool scene like the one in Daredevil. So when I heard that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, I was on board while the rest of the world burned. And they're <laughs> with their with their ass with their heads straight up Michael Keaton's ass. Ben Affleck was the best Batman because he was the best Daredevil. Purple flavored trash said you're sus. My I what? You're sus. Suspect. You're sus. Uh, what the? F- Speak English. It was English. <laughs> sus. What the fuck is a sus? You you ran out. You ran out of energy in the last four letters. No, it's slang. Why don't you get down with us, young folks? That's that old SNL bit. That's that old SNL bit with David Spade. You know, the, he made fun of the the, the, the information guy. You know, the, the the use of words and stuff like that. It's like everything was like shorter. There's an old David Spade skin on SNL. Absolutely. Three letters. It's three letters. Yeah, yeah, I ran out of energy. I couldn't get the last four letters out there. So, yeah, you'll get my meaning. Hey, hey, don't attack our listeners, please. That's my. It's it's the only viewers I have. The only only viewers I have, goddammit. Yeah, but those are just a a few of my guilty pleasures. By the way, I just want to double down. He is the best Batman. Thank you. I know. All right. Uh, uh, my movie pleasure. My movie. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, purple favorite trash just said to our opinion about Ben Affleck laughs in Cesar Romero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. A couple of 
Let's see. Well, our primary guilty pleasure together is, of course, B-rated shark movies. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, Shark to Puss, Swamp Shark, all that stuff. Even though Shark Swamp, Shark, Swamp Shark kind of disappointed us a little bit. It was actually really good. Because it was actually a really good movie in the end. <laughs> so, no. but other than that, uh, guilty pleasure movies. I have a couple of them. Uh, one, she got to sit privy to and was like, you actually like this fucking hot mess? And this is my wife in almost 20 years, but she's like, you actually like this fucking hot mess? The Double Dragon movie with Mark oh, Dacascos and oh, Alyssa Milano. Oh, okay. I know. I Yeah, I sat through that shit. Oh. <laughs> and it wasn't that long ago. I know. I was reading and then... She got sucked in and she couldn't stop looking at it. I know. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Foxy's not you know, too late for a divorce. Alyssa Milano, so, you know, and hey, Mark DeCasas had, you know, all these strong things going on. It was cool. Um, so there was that one. And another one of my guilty pleasures, very little known, uh, hard to find, actually, because it's, unpo- it's like, if you find it on DVD, it's like 50-some-odd dollars or whatever. Uh, Sword and the Sorcerer. The animated one? No, Sword and the Sorcerer, the, uh, the, the actual, it's an actual, like, it's like, you know, during the whole, like, it was like, you know, trying to follow the trend or the hype of Conan the Barbarian. It was like, you right. know, those everything got released in the theaters. It's called Sword of the Sorcerer. The lead character, oh, God, what the hell is the lead guy's name? But, but Richard Maul played the sorcerer and the prosthetics wow. and everything oh. in the beginning and the end. Okay, both. And um, but the guy had like a sword, that had like three blades. He could shoot two of the blades and everything. It was pretty, pretty cool. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, but I, I love like cheesy you know, cheesy fucking sword and sorcery flicks and stuff like that. But yeah, the main one I had her sit through that was a bad guilty pleasure was that one. Oh, and another guilty pleasure that she sat through was uh, the very first theatrical movie role in the United States, or any movie for that matter, if I recall, of Jean-Claude Van Damme in No Retreat, No Surrender. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I hate that movie. Oh, wow. ah. Oh, the best one she's doing, she, she went, wait a minute. This kid gets bullied and he gets trained by the ghost of Bruce Lee. I said, yes. She goes, all right. Oh, and she went, yeah. she went, yeah, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> she's, I'm out. That's yeah. it. I'm out. I, I, I have sat through that. <laughs> Why would My sat- dad paid money and we saw that in the movie theater. Oh, thank Christ I didn't pay money for that. Oh. Purple flavored trash says, if any of y'all say Birth of a Nation, y'all canceled. <laughs> what was it? Well, say again? Well, if any of y'all say Birth of a Nation, you're all canceled. Well, you know, I ain't saying it, so. Well, I was going to say, I'm the whitest one in here, and I hate that movie. I've never even seen it, so. I've never even heard of it. I have one, gu- I have one more guilty pleasure, and I'm interested to see if Craig has seen it. Yes. Uh, it's Buster. Uh, oh with, my with, God! With Phil Collins, the lead singer of Genesis. Yeah, that would be the one. Uh, uh, yeah, I've seen it. The best. Oh, singer of Genesis. I guess I got another guilty pleasure. That was a uh, um. Yeah, Buster was um. Uh, groovy kind of love, right? Groovy kind of love. Yep. Chris. Yes. Okay. Correct. Oh, yes. by the way, uh, Purple Flavor Trash Labyrinth in this room is not a guilty pleasure. And Damn right. I will stare at David Bowie's balls all day. Damn right. Damn right. Goddamn yeah. right. Yeah. Go ahead. I don't, but I would. What was the, what was the comment you made the other day about <laughs> your dancer's belt and David Bowie? How I have my own personal Dave uh, Jareth 
Goblin King at home from the waist down when he puts the dancer's belt on a Deadpool costume. All right, funny inside Deadpool story <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm tossing on the Deadpool web series story. You guys ready for this one? Hell yeah. This is a fun one. Okay, so, you know, my dream was always, you know, I, I always loved acting, which is kind of how I fell into the wrestling thing. So when Notarelli was like, hey, you, I want you, I think I would like you to try off of the Deadpool thing because I think you'd actually be a really good fit for it and everything like that. So I said, sure. So <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting to that part of the story. So I, at this point, never knew what a dancer's belt was. But he was like, well, you know, and he told me the purpose of what a dancer's belt is. Uh, for those not privy what a dancer's belt is, it's, you know, it's like, you know, it's kind of, kind of supposed to kind of make you look like a Ken doll in some respects. So that way things don't look too pronounced, you know, for the kitties. So he was like, I'll tell you what, try it on without the dancer's belt first, and then we'll go from there. I said, okay, no problem. Go, and I go change, and I come out, and he's sitting in a chair, and I just so happen to be at the correct height. He looks over, and he goes, oh, no, put it on. He goes, put it on, put it on. I, I, think, he, I think it was about a, a second or two. He's like, put it on. And then uh, apparently after the series came out, uh, my wife, along with some of the female actresses, had comments about said dancer's belt which was wearing a dancer's belt didn't make a difference you could see every nook and cranny and crevice and vein there right. was ouch not that i was looking that's yeah. just looking. i would have looked <laughs> so yeah. there, there's an inside deadpool and the deadpool story for those of you curious uh go on vimeo Go, Four. go on vimeo type in deadpool web series make sure it's by blinky 500 and you can see the three episodes and Judge yeah. for thyself. And I just want to put this out there on record so it doesn't get deleted if it gets done. Uh, I do think a socially distanced Deadpool series with Blinky uh, would be hilarious. Deadpool, something like Deadpool not understanding that uh, even though he would heal from the coronavirus, uh, others wouldn't. Yeah. I like that. I, I like it. Right. I like it. But uh, real quick, my last guilty pleasure, which I just thought of. Oh, boy. Kid and Play House Party, the first oh, God. one. That's good. a great movie. I watched that as a, uh, when I was really young. I watched that all the time. I loved that movie. <laughs> Could okay. you say you enjoyed yeah. Class Act as much as I did? I did, I did too. too. I had the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. I've and never seen that. Yeah, definitely. Class, class Act? Act? You've I, never seen Class Act? No. Yeah, that's, oh, you, that's you gotta watch that. So but damn, uh, as far as House Party goes, that uh, it shouldn't have to be a guilty pleasure because that was a smash hit. You know, that was the first indie film, if you want to, because it played at Cannes. And they didn't have a distributor for it. And yeah. so when you think of indie films or any uh, house party, because it was a hit, that gave that set the stage for your future Kevin Smith and your um, and your your um, ah God, um, fuck, uh, Kevin, not Kevin, Kevin Smith, uh, Gus Van Zandt, uh, other indie actor indie uh, uh, directors that didn't have uh, a say before House Party. And it was not. A, it was not only was it a hit then, but it was a hit for us, for people that look like me, because this was the first uh, film with a predominantly black cast. You showed that showed black suburban teens, which you never saw in movies before. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, they were in the ghetto or anything. And as far as high school films, this has always been in my top five. I put this right yeah. next to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Can't Hardly Wait, uh, and this was a, and this came out 30 years ago this year. House Can't Party, love. yeah, Can't Find Me Love, another one. But House Party set the stage for all of those films. It was also the first dance battle in the movie that you see in Step and Step Up, and um, you got served. It was the first rap battle in the film that you know. And one of my first crushes in Teacher Campbell. 
Love T.J. Yeah. Campbell. Me too. And that was when that was where Tisha and Martin first met. And it was on the set of House Party that Martin said to Tisha, if I ever get my own show, I want you to be my wife. And Tisha said, yeah, whatever. But Martin Lawrence was a man of his word and uh, cast Tisha as his. But yeah, so House Party, you could, it could be your guilty pleasure, but there's nothing to be guilty of. It was a smash hit. Miss Foxy Foxy, your movie Guilty Pleasure. Musicals. Okay. All kinds. That's my father's fault. Like, Cat Baloo comes on, I'm watching yes. it. The original Bye Bye Bernie comes on, I'm watching it. Like, West Side Story. And then the most recent of them is being Mamma Mia. Oh, my God. He, <laughs> I drive him crazy. Bye, drive him crazy with Mamma Mia. And it's been on TV this whole month. So. Take a chance <laughs> on me. There's, a, there's another part to the Mamma Mia thing, though. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, you're going there. Oh, God. You're going there. Yes, you are. You're not going to give them half the story on Mamma Mia. There's another part of this story? Oh, there's a part. There's another part to this story. <laughs> that reaction tell you there isn't? Yeah, okay, Come on, let's you're go. Burn, you're burning the lead here. Let's uh, go. Fox, I need stories. Let's hear it. So, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, you can't sing a lick. That yeah. movie. Mm -hmm. Just, you, you, you think Pierce Brosnan made the movie? Yeah. In my mind, yes. Okay, since I we're not. I never found that man attractive. I never thought any, like, like I never saw the appeal until there's one scene <laughs> where they're singing the I Do song and he flips the ring, and I'm like, ah! Oh, Pierce. Wow, that's all. And now know. she's in love with Pierce Brosnan. And now I'm officially in love with Pierce Brosnan because that's of that one. It's also apparently that one scene for her to appear to, to suddenly realize she likes older actors. No, I knew that all the time. Oh, because it, it was uh, Hugh Laurie. Oh my and, god! And oh my god! Yeah, old Jeffrey guys, Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Hugh oh, Hugh Laurie. Wow. Okay. House. Uh. <laughs> Until he speaks with real accent. But yeah, but then when he speaks in his real accent and he's actually Hugh Laurie, it's like no. Nah. I don't like this version of the John now, too. There is? The concert. Oh, the concert. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about Dr. Cockroach from. <laughs> no, the, the, the concert, the concert. Where yeah. I, I, I fucked up her concert experience. Yeah, so I actually went to see Hugh Laurie live in concert because he, um, he covers old blues songs. And I. Uh, you paid money for that? Concert with my girlfriends and we're there and he's like so you're the youngest one there aren't you like yep yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's sitting no. what do i do no what happened was I, before she left i said i guarantee you you two are going to be the, i said you're going to be the youngest one there i'm sitting here they get there da, 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 just, and she goes i hate you yep i said what happened she goes you're I'm the youngest fucking one here. <laughs> wow. I'm usually the youngest one at Genesis concerts, too. I'm usually the only black one. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You killed Deadpool. That... You killed him. I'm back. See, so there's another guilty pleasure of mine. I like old guys. Honestly. As an old guy, there's nothing to be guilty about. I appreciate that. I'm older. You're older, but you're not like that old. Tell that to my goatee. Yeah, like well, well, thank, uh, on behalf of older men all over the world, 
uh, Fox, thank you. We do appreciate that. Older men are gorgeous. They're refined. They're lit. Oh, we are. They're experienced. Yeah. In, in, in every experience, incontinent, all that. Yes, that's Impotent. what we are. Yes. Impotent. Yes. Jaded. Jaded. Grouchy. All the, all the constipated. All the above. We oh, have every, all that. Everything hurts in places he didn't even know he had. Yes. With a snap, crackle, pop for all the people like us is not a breakfast cereal. It's us Good morning. Up and sitting down. You did have. Good morning. Ah, oh, what the fuck? That's new. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So is that, yeah, anyway. is that it? Is that it? Do we have any more guilty? Oh, we have one more category. Do, okay, go ahead. Pleasure TV. Wow. Guilty pleasures television. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I don't watch much TV anymore, but for a long while. When yeah. reality TV first started, that was yeah. totally my guilty pleasure. Like the first seasons of America's Next Top Model and the first seasons of Project Runway and and this show called Rich Girl. I was all of making the bands. I was all about yeah. watching reality TV competition shows. Something tells me your pinky toe has a different story. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just out in your, your life, but she's not putting you under the bus. This is horrible. I know. Terrible. 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 <laughs> Is there, there's something about your pinky toe, Fox? Oh, boy. <laughs> Love I, I don't like when you wear the Deadpool costume. <laughs> okay? You become this obnoxious... You become an evil supervillain. Uh, from now on, I'm calling him Wade. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we, can come, we can come back to it, Fox. We don't have to do it now. Oh, no, no, no. We're going there now. We're going there now. It's okay. It's okay. So... <laughs> While in wrestling, mm -hmm. I broke my pinky toe in training. Okay, <laughs> yeah. this story could go anyway. Yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, I was running the ropes, and then I kind of fell, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess I hurt myself." I didn't realize I broke my pinky toe, and so oh. it was all filled and in place. Okay. Uh. Mm -hmm. But that's the story I tell people. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story she tells. That's the story I tell people. Uh, okay. The truth is. Oh, uh, a few nights before that training session, you know, this was when I was 17 years old. There was no such thing as DVR and pause and stuff, you know, just commercial breaks and run back to the television show. So me and my girlfriend were watching our usual CW shows of, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, followed by Dawson's Creek. Mm -hmm. And I was in the other room and Dawson's Creek was returning from commercial break. So I had to run and my pinky toe met the marble coffee table. Oof. And yeah, I broke my pinky toe over Joey and Pacey's love affair that Dawson did not did approve not of. Know about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is dang her pinky toe still. It, 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 it healed in place. It doesn't move. It's yeah. completely crooked. Ouch. Fuck okay. Katie Holmes. Well, yeah, well, that's a great reason. Because I did the same thing. I didn't. Well, see, I didn't move, and I back then I wish I had diaper or adult diapers because I was afraid to. I would miss something, so I didn't go to the bathroom during that episode because just to see Dawson's uh, reaction. So while I mourn the loss of your flexibility of your pinky toe, it's totally justified injury. Okay. At the same time, don't tell people shit like that. Just say it was wrestling. All right. <laughs> It was the worst during her wrestling career putting shoes on, though. Oh, my God, it was. Even when we try to go out dressy, it's still the worst. I had to, like, take my toe down to fit yeah. to a shoe. 
or you could have like wrestling boots with a little sidecar on them or like <laughs> make room for it. My okay. renegade toe. Yeah. Was, is it, was that your only ones? Yes. Go to pleasure? Okay. You go ahead, Dan. Uh, Dan. Dan, go for it, Dan. Go to oh, the television show. Oh, tell, I forgot. I forgot the hell we were talking about. I was just thinking about toes. Um, Five hundred dollars a pick. Let's go. That's it. Shit. PayPal link. Um. So. Man spends on Ghostbuster stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> honey, the half the house will have to wait. I needed to see your toes. <laughs> so, I don't watch any any reality TV. Zero. Except American Pickers. What? Really? I, I will watch that for fucking hours. Hours will go by. And it'll be eight episodes in. I'm like, oh shit, the day's over. Uh, Roscoe, we gotta go, you know, we gotta go by. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that show. And it could be the lady that works back at the shop. It could be that I'm fascinated with antiques. And that we, I have a side business where I repurpose antiques and keep antiques and restore stuff that may or may not be part of it. But I discovered the show like it's second week on the air or something. And I watch it every time it's on. If, and if it's a rerun, if, like there's a block of it. And I hate the History Channel for reasons we won't discuss right now. But I will watch American Pickers. I also watch Teen Titans Go like it's... Uh, oh, yeah. Like yeah, I, but that don't count. Yeah, don't but care. I snort, I snort that research. like I snort cocaine. Like, yeah. I love that show. That's research. I get sucked yeah. into reality TV like that, though, too. Like, I won't watch TV for days on end, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, what's on TV? Oh, look, Jersey Shore. I guess I'll put this on. Next thing I know, I'm watching marathons, and I'm invested. It's like, oh. You know, people out in the West Coast think Jersey Shore is what we do. I know. Whatever. It used to put me off. Now I think it's hysterical. Well, no, I just say, no, no, I don't put that much product in my hair, and no, I don't live on sand. Like, But they weren't wrong either. No, they weren't. No. <laughs> no. Well, no. Situation, well, the situation was wrong. But, well, well, I mean, the situation, well, I mean, if you go to Seaside Heights, it's, you know. Yeah. I just go there, get my sawmill uh, pizza, and get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't stay there. No GTL? Fuck no. You know why? Because I have an actual uh, relationship. See, but that's not embarrassing yourself because she's hot. Who? Sorry. Damien's like, he's going to embarrass himself since he embarrassed me. And it's like, your embarrassing shit's really not embarrassing. Wait, what was your embarrassing thing? Breaking my toe over Dawson's fucking creek. Okay. No, well, that's really, I I stand with you. Well, on on nine toes. I have an embarrassing story that will um, overshadow yours that I just thought I should tell because it's funny at the end of this episode. Um, so is it my turn? Whose turn is it? Sure. Make your turn. Turn. Please be <laughs> embarrassing. Okay, well, okay, so, I mean, uh, it was one guilty pleasure show I forgot before the one I was going to say. Shit. I Not shit. Don't hear it. It'll draw flies. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, like, I, I love the hell out of Who's the Boss. I watch that shit all day long. But, uh, you know, Mona. being a Forty-four-year-old, well, four, uh, you know, male, gruff, mm-hmm. construction worker, wrestler, <laughs> karate instructor, and everything like that. Man, man's man, right? Oh, Deadpool. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, my guilty pleasure. 
what is that? What, what am I looking at? Charmed? Okay. Oh, you're gay. Okay, I got you. <laughs> you're com you were coming. I didn't know you were coming yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of like the show Charmed. Kind of. Uh -huh. <laughs> you have a, you you know? like holds a box set. I kind of like it. Okay. Kind of like um, Church and Arm, just saying. It has the comic books and the the quote unquote action figures. Oh my! So I just want. Oh my god! Of TV. And t-shirts. And t-shirts. And. Oh wow! This is bad. <laughs> that's well. I guess that's why it's guilty pleasure. You stop it. You be nice. Yes. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know it was that bad. Uh, real quick, Damien, did you um you heard about the dust up between the the re the, the rebooted series and the old castmates, right? Where where, where yeah, do you where do you wait on this? Let Crazy Rose and and, and Combs go at it. Let then let Alyssa Milano stay out of it. No, That's cool. Yeah, where do you the, lay on the subject though? Yeah, because the, the new yeah. the new star charms like really gave some shit to the old stars and called yeah, them old. Yeah, what, so what did yeah, you yeah, think? Like, I was like, fucked up. And it's like, you realize if they didn't do their show, you wouldn't have a show, right? Just putting yeah. that out there. That being said, are, fault. <laughs> yeah, that being said, are you still going to watch the new, the reboot of Charms? Charms. No, 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 no. That's the other thing. Like, again, I can, if I deem like a reboot is looking good enough or whatever like that, yeah, I'll give it a go. But it's like, I'm, I'm, see, I'm like, it's kind of like what she, you mentioned about the craft. It was like, it's, not that it's a it's it's not that it's because it's a reboot. I'm not gonna watch it. It's a reboot that's not appealing. It's like okay. eh, not not feeling it. Gotcha. Uh, other guilty pleasures I had growing up, and then if it's on TV, unfortunately it's not on syndication. Okay, love Saved by the Bell. I'll still watch Saved by the Bell, but there was a lesser known one by the name of California Dream. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, I watched I watched the hell out of California Dream more than I watched Saved by the Bell. And if I ever put it on syndication, yeah, I will watch the shit out of that. Okay. At 44 years old, I will watch California Dream. If you don't know what California Dream is and you're around Saved by the Bell time, shame on you. Yeah. That was like the, you know, there's Coke, Pepsi, and RC, and California Dream like with the RC of uh, of uh, afternoon of teen. Uh, not, yeah. Not, 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 not as great, but still a good flavor. Yeah. I know. I, I'm not knocking RC. That's exactly what uh, what California. How the hell did this show run for five years and I've never heard of it? Because it's syndicated. You had to find it, and like depending on the market, it would come on like three o'clock in the afternoon or three o'clock in the morning. It was yeah, it, it, yeah. It was like it was like part of like that that Saturday morning, well Saturday afternoon thing. I go to cartoons and like Saved by the Bell. It was yeah. kind of was it on the same channel? or Was it on Channel Two? I can't remember. Again, it, again, it, right? And again, it but was syndicated. It was like, 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 yeah. Yeah, again, it was and syndicated. It, so put them on, like, I put they put them on after Saved by the Bell, so that was like that rolling of the dice. Because usually after Saved by the Bell, it's like, okay, Saturday morning cartoons are over. I'm done. I'm out. And it's like, no, no, there's there's, there's one more. There's one more. And then they put the reruns. I remember they used to put them on early morning on Channel 11. They used to put the reruns for California Dream. Gotcha. But now California Dream was great. Never got to play it. Should have. <laughs> and for good reason. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, is that it? Was that? No, we need your TV. We need your TV. Me? Well. Yes, you. Uh, well, I've been watching TV since before most of you guys were born, so a lot of bad shows came on that I watched. Uh, not because I loved them, but because there was nothing else on. Because back in my day, kids, we only had three channels and uh, like four, um, 
in syndicated channels. So whatever came on, we watched. So I watched California Dreams. I watched uh, the rebooted Gidget um, in the 90s. Love that. But as, far, as far as guilty pleasures go, a show that I had no business watching, a show that I, I can't relate to in any way, I don't even know anyone that's like this. I have it no, is enough. A feel, I watched every episode of Eight is Enough. We even before Betty Buckley, when they had the original um, mom who died in real life, and they wrote, wrote it into the show. Um, and when Ralph Macchio was on Eight is Enough, Karate Kid callback reference. Um, but the one movie you said you're 44, Dame, and you have no visit. Okay, I'm 54 now. But when this show came on, when I was in my late 40s, early 50s, and I watched every episode. And I didn't tell anyone, me and, and probably my girlfriend at the time were the only ones that knew that I watched this because I'm not proud of this at all. But because we're outing ourselves, you came out as gay, I will come out and say that I saw this. <laughs> I saw every episode. Not proud because, again, I have no – Teen Mom is my guilty pleasure. Yes! Every ep I've got no business watching this show at all. I've never been a teen mom. I don't know any teen moms. These people are trash, stupid, irresponsible idiots that just want to be on TV. The worst parents possible. Yeah, the, the, but, yeah, but I knew all of them. And, like, I thought when they would show up on Us Weekly, I would follow them. Oh, my God, what's what's – What's Janelle doing now? Is she in jail again? Or her boyfriend, Kifa? Yeah, or the hor horrible, <laughs> or a horrible mom? You gotta take care of it, Janelle. Yes. Yes. God, yes. Uh, all yes, all of them. And when they had the reunion specials, I watched all of them. When Amber got thrown into jail, yeah, and for some reason she was in love with her incredibly fat husband Gary, who looked like Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Um, but yeah. like I. I never understood how any of them even stayed together. I'm guessing like it was just a one night of unprotected sex. And now they're stuck with each other for the rest of their lives. I don't know. And I, again, I've got no business. These people have nothing to do with me. I don't, we have nothing <laughs> in common at all. You know, you know, that's why the Beavis and Butthead uh, reboot failed. It wasn't why? because nobody's watching it. It's because Beavis and Butthead were smarter than what was airing on MTV. Yeah. 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 There is a scene specifically in one of the episodes that I still maniacally, uh, hysterically lose my breath, laugh at. There, I think it's the precursor to Teen Mom. I think sixteen and pregnant or some shit. Yeah, whatever. that's where it came from. Yeah, that was so. Cool. It's footage of the man. The the oh my god! If if I was her and dating him, I'd punch him in the face because he talked like this. I'll just uh, get a job. You fucking idiot. <laughs> but it, it's just watching him get a job and her bossing him around like an asshole. It's just too... Uh, they're made for each other. And yeah. you just hear a pause in the action that they're watching and you just hear Beavis's, uh, Beavis's voice go, you know, I think once he gets a job, everything will be smooth sailing. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at Kelly and Kelly looked at me and said, this is not going to continue past this season. Because we both came to the realization that Beavis and Butthead had evolved literally in character. Mike Judge had them evolve. Could not make them dumber yes. than what was happening in the current pop culture 
and it was over. And we were right. It was off that season. Yeah. And when they did, they did one episode, Dan, when they talked about Jersey Shore, and you know, they and they were talking about their they were going to procreate, and and Beaver goes, "Yeah, I can't wait to see Grandma Jay Wow." <laughs> yeah, exactly. The other one, the other one was uh, Beavis and Butthead were in a theater watching a Twilight. Yeah. But, you know, like an approximation of Twilight. And it wasn't them saying it, but the impre- the Twilight, the movie itself was, I will love you until the end of time and for eternity and forever and ever. And it was just, I was like, oh, yeah, this is over. <laughs> but that, that, that's my that's my guilty pleasure. Oh, wow. any, any, anybody admitted anything in the boards? Anybody, like, admitted to their guilty pleasures? You had one you didn't admit to that I think you might have forgotten about. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Help me out. Shake it up. Oh, shake it up. Yep. Shake it up. Yep. We shake never episode. Bellathorn and uh, Zendaya. Zendaya. But I like I was team 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 CC team CC Bellathorn. Yeah, he never missed an episode of that on Disney. Wow. Yeah. yeah see now he did right after the They can't all be winners. No, they can't. Well, you're a fan of California Dream. That should be very apparent there. There you go. I like an underdog show. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't go for the A quality. I go for the like <laughs> D E possibly even the F listers. I root for the underdogs. I gotta go for the show that no one else watches. I'll keep them on the air. Damn it. I'll be a one man Nielsen rating. I'm telling you man, California Dream brought more tears to me than than Save by the Bell did. Yeah, I I also was a big fan of uh uh Boys Will Be Boys. On Fox, that was Matthew Perry's uh, big break. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah, that one. Before, right on right after Married with Children, and also TV One Hundred and One with a very young Matt LeBlanc. That was a CBS show that only lasted uh, eight episodes. Uh, but uh, but my so-called life was probably the only show that I really that I again had no business watching because you know suburban white kids and without any diversity. I would outside of outside of Ricky, obviously. Wilson Cruz collection one Christmas. I tell you, yeah, Craig, you've changed my perspective. Uh, talking to you about something like the Breakfast Club, right? Yes, every time I see that, because I said Kelly and I will watch hours of old commercials just to first of all, man, shit was white until about 96, and then <laughs> and then oh, look, a black kid's in this commercial. Hey, white guys gave him a bone, you know. <laughs> It's so, you also, if you're a woman, you need to take a diet pill, uh, make sure the kitchen was clean, and make sure you had a, a motherly shape. It is pretty, it's pretty fucking disgusting. So when somebody says why people are so angry and why they can't just do things diplomatically, I'm just, watch some commercials. It's really yeah. fucking old. But anyway, that's <laughs> just my, that's just, that's just saying. Uh, yeah. We, uh, the, uh, <laughs> there is... What was I saying? I lost my point. <laughs> I made one point. I lost the, the other one. What was yeah, I saying? That John Hughes is racist. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I was talking to Kelly about it because the, the the trailer ran on one of the commercials because it was the year it was coming out in theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to Kelly, I was like, you know, I just – Craig's put this in perspective to me that that movie, like, he doesn't give a fuck about that movie. It does nothing for him. And her comment was, yeah, I know, a white kid growing up in Midwest United States. What a coincidence. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Shit. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I couldn't relate to rich white kids with problems. So yeah, yeah. that's really what as, it was. Man. As much as John Hughes may have spoke for a generation, and it, this movie came out my senior year in high school, so I I knew every single person in that cast because every single person in that cast bullied me when I was in high school. So John Hughes I, movies definitely depressed me because again, I, poor boy from Brooklyn, man. I, just, there's like, there there's two movies that like. I still two movies of his that I watch in the cold light of day. Yeah. Uh, Home Alone, just because Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci steal that movie. Yeah. Uh, and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. But other than that, going back to watch some of that stuff is like, yeah. ooh, yeah. shit. Oh. Now, as much as I, I deride John Hughes, and rightfully so, because the blackest person in any John Hughes film is still Anthony Michael Hall being drunk in <laughs> <at> science. <laughs> but um, I, w- I have to watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles every Thanksgiving because it yeah. is a favorite. And I will still go I shouldn't, but um. Excuse me. The, yeah. Trace face and automobiles is getting a remake. Yeah, it shouldn't. Will yeah, Smith heard, and Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart, yeah. Okay, you've you've yeah. convinced me. Uh, but, <laughs> but but also, as far as John, his best film and still the most underrated comedy in TV in movie history to me, she's having a baby. I think that movie is classic. I think that is, there's not a, so much thing as a perfect movie. But as far as the perfect romantic comedy, it's she's having a baby. I'll it's put she's having a baby. Oh, and if you tell me, come on, come on. When, when this woman's work comes on, the the tears just start rolling, and a crying Kevin Bacon, nonetheless, it's like, oh yeah. 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 Isn't so, that the movie that has the line about, "What would you do if your sh- if your shoe was on the other foot? I'd go barefoot. Go barefoot. I'd go barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were shooting that movie while it was um the, while playing streets and automobiles was going on. That's why Kevin yeah, Bacon, Bacon got the cameo in yeah. the beginning. And when, uh, yeah, and when uh, Steve Martin's wife was watching TV, waiting for him to call, she was watching a scene, that scene from She's Having oh, a Oh, yeah, that's in it. That's where I've yeah. heard it so much so in my the head. Movie, right. Yeah, the movie hadn't been finished yet. But, um, yeah, so as much as I deride John Hughes, and rightfully so, She's Having a Baby, I, still, I will still stand behind as one of the most, the most underrated romantic comedy of all time. But John Hughes is still a racist. Uh, Halloween Havoc is on, guys. Just It's been on the whole time. And, Dan, what I wanted to say while Damien was hogging this whole uh, episode was <laughs> all the wrestlers in NXT are dressing up. And um, while and Drake Maverick, while he was Hollywood Hogan with the black – he trying to uh, convince Killian Dane to be his partner. He put on a Shockmaster mask and ran into a wall. Wow. I have one question. Yes. And you might not know. Has Joe Gacy made an appearance yet? I don't I think so. I don't think so. I've been watching. I think he's there. Okay. Like on the show somewhere. Oh. I just, you know, he's been throwing out clues all night. So I think he's oh, back somewhere. Well, also, what might, I mean, not good news, but again, they, they apparently had another COVID outbreak and had to do a lot of rewrites tonight. Oh, great. Yeah. Hey, you know, Florida seems like the place to fucking be these days. What do I know? I'm just a libtard that just wants everybody to wear a mask because of government control. I'm an idiot. What? Glad we got that out of the anyway, way. But, well, you know, just, yeah. just, you know, fucking Christ. I agree. Fucking Christ. Do we have any uh, any question from our, uh, our audience, our studio audience? Anything from our audience before we bid them adieu? There's been no guilty pleasures, but they've been enjoying this. They've been enjoying this. There was a very lengthened discussion. Dis- discretion? I'm sorry. Discussion about how shitty Lana Del Rey is. Wow. Well, uh, 
How dare you? I learned a lot about Lana Del Rey, which is funny because I didn't know who the hell she was when we started the show. Me neither. Uh, but yeah, everybody's been uh, living in Florida. I'm seeing public out there, and it's disappointing. Yeah, man, I I don't want to get too much into it, but I think we'll all agree, especially someone who has to leave the house every fucking day and put his life on the line. Uh, it's just fucking cover your goddamn face. It's Nobody gives a shit that you're a real man or a real woman or who fucking side you're aligning on. It's not about you. It's about everybody else. It's about the conflict. For Christ's sake, they're a dollar. Buy a fucking mask, you fucking bastard. There, I'm done. Sorry. All right, rant over. Rant over. I could go now. on, but Ghostbusters is on. <laughs> For now. And I no, hope... I mean... Go ahead, David. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. I was saying uh, we'll let Dan get back to uh, to Ghostbusters, and we'll do the show again next week when Dan's costume comes in. Okay, so we can do it right. No, 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 no. I'm gonna unveil that whole thing. You all are gonna have to wait another year. I'm gonna unveil it because it's not even gonna come in until it's not even coming in when Halloween's still going. So I will next year. I just have to live and not die of COVID. We're, we'll reveal. We will. Yeah, You'll well, be fine. Same time next year. Uh, so while Dan goes off to watch uh, Ghostbusters, I'm gonna watch Buster. Uh, God, watch Buster. <laughs> what am I? What am I talking about? Buster, the Green Train Robbery double feature. <laughs> yes. I can feel your heartbeat. Okay. Jesus. Jesus. Um, I want to thank all of our fans who chimed in uh, with their um, their comments. Questions, criticisms, witticisms, and all Hope the other things. We all had fun on this one with us. Dan's giving me the finger. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, not, not yet. You didn't pay for it. Uh, GM Spectre says, awesome show. I actually remember Damien and Foxy from the Indian wrestling days when I lived up north. It's good to see them doing well. Well, I do want to say before they comment on that lovely comment that uh, they are here once a month now. And you can see them once a month on this channel. Uh, and if you missed any of the show, we'll be up on YouTube tomorrow at 6 p.m. Damien, you, you you and Foxy were addressed in the chat there. You well, I believe it is, it's cheap plug time. Man. <laughs> Nobody has a bigger plug to, than God, that, that Foxy. Cheap. God Foxy. fucking damn it, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, guys. Damn, you disappointed you didn't get to do that one before. Yeah, you st- well, you know, whatever, you know. I- I'm n- I'm not the star here. I'm not dressed as Deadpool. <laughs> Technically supposed to be silent, but that's a- right out the fucking window. Okay, oh, plug- stop it! Plug away. Go for oh, it, you. Oh God. Okay. Um. So, as the one listener did mention, yes, once upon a time I used to be in the wrestling business. Uh, from about 1998 to 2010, and I am in the middle of writing all about that. Um, it's the book itself is about 50% done, um, and I have launched an official Patreon page um, to help with funding for getting an editor when the book is finished, because this book is getting published, period. So, to anyone interested, you can join one of three tiers at patreon.com slash foxyfoxy. Each incentive lists its own amount of tiers. 
um, I mean, no, each tier has its own list of incentives that you will get in joining Patreon. And for those that do not know, Patreon is basically Kickstarter, but without the worries. There's no worry that you won't get what you're paying for. There's no worries that a goal won't be met. Uh, it's a monthly subscription, subscription, um, either at $3, $6 or $13. And if nobody can do any of that, which is understandable, we are in a pandemic then all I ask is that you please share the link around, spread out the word. That way, like I said, we can get an editor going and then this can go right to the publication company. So again, patreon.com slash Foxy, that's F-O-X-Y, F-O-X-X-Y. And um, for those uh, that know, I've, uh, I've, you know, most of that career, I, I took that ride and everything like that, and the highs and the lows, and heard the stories of prior to us coming together of the highs and the lows. And let me tell you, and, and this is not me saying it as a husband or as, as a spectator uh, that had witnessed it and then heard it, this is a story worth hearing uh, on so many levels. If you're a wrestling fan, you need to hear it the trials and tribulations of life and growing up in a, in a boys club and no matter what kind of way or just adversities and all that, this is a story to be um, read and heard. So even if you're not a wrestling please. fan, that's exactly. That's my point. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's involves so many things. Whereas wrestling is kind of the, though the focus also a backdrop in the, in life. Yeah. So definitely check it out. Excellent. Yeah. I cannot I'm wait. bad at self-promotion. That's okay. That's why that's why we're here. Because we'll promote the hell out of it because we're proud of you. When we know it's a story that needs to be told. You know, I look, my favorite biographies, and I've said this on other podcasts, are wrestling biographies because your stories are unique to anyone else in the world. Like, the only people that get it are other people that have done what you've done or are doing what you're doing. So it's going to resonate with a, with a lot of people. So I'm very proud of you, and I can't wait to read it. Specifically, the, the, uh, the, broke, the pinky toe chapter. I'm sure that's going to be a page turner. Um, <laughs> you do realize that you're never going to live that down now. I do. Yeah. But Thank, that thanks, was Damien. revealed in <laughs> So it's okay. <laughs> Y'all just got a sneak peek of a book. Mato. That's cool. Uh, so with the Patreon, uh, with, where else can people find you or follow you? Foxy Fox. And our regular cheap plugs now. Go yes. for it. Um, I can be found on facebook.com slash foxy foxy. I am also on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle, which is at viva foxy foxy. That's V-I-V-A foxy foxy. And then of course the Patreon, which I mentioned, which I'll mention again, patreon.com slash foxy foxy. Another <laughs> point. Just get it in there. One more thing. Uh, you can find me at DeanVargas802 on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on, of course, the Nerd Herders page as I post the news bits throughout the month leading into our next show. Of course, you know, Damien Vargas on the uh, Facebook and DeanVargas802 on YouTube where I have my old Dove Smash videos as well as um, some wrestling matches and stuff like that I actually did. And a couple of them actually do fit feature this, this Foxy Foxy. Right wow. So definitely check them out. Nice. How about you, Dan? That's it for me. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, at Dan Law, eight three. <laughs> awesome. 
<laughs> as he leans towards the camera. Uh, my name, of course, is Craig Lagans. I'm the only one in capital letters because I forgot how the font works. Uh, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at C-R-A-I-G-L-I-G-G-E-O-N-S. And join Dan and I each and every Wednesday uh, on our HIEC Talk Radio Wrestling Podcast. Um, we're coming up on a big milestone uh, event, and we hope our regular uh, listeners or viewers of our podcast will stay tuned for that. And uh, we can't wait to, uh, to join you guys again uh, here next month, where it'll be that time of the month. Uh, we'll, we are the curse. Um, it'll be Shark Week. We will be here to uh, bleed our uh, collective knowledge of uh, pop culture and geekdom all over you. And anyone who wants to listen, bask in, uh, in the blood of our nerd goodness. Uh, finally, uh, Dame? Wear your red suit, folks. Can, can you hear me, Dame? That, yep. Um, well, that being said, ladies and gentlemen. No, we need Dan. Oh, wait, where's Dan? Dan? Where'd Dan go? I'm here. Oh, there, there he is. is. Okay, I couldn't, I didn't know that was you under the mask. Yes, yeah. Oh, Guys, it's me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shut up. Go, Whoa. That's Shut what up. Shit, just, just go, please. This is, it's hot in here. Yeah. Said, it's been a hell of a good time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Dan, you my nerd herder. You're my nerd herder. Craig, you my nerd herder. Hey, Damien, you know what? You are my legalized nerd hoarder. Awesome. <laughs> Miss Foxy Foxy, you my nerd herder. You my nerd herder. And everybody listening at home, you are nerd herders. Have a safe Halloween. Whatever it is you decide to do, be safe. Listen to the man, Craig Legonzo. Legalize it come November 3rd. Hit that yes. Yes. Yeah. And that being said, yes. have a good one. Bye. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9, listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the 
Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.